Who never do for do? Yeah, wings with friends. Ah, wings with friends. You got to get the wings to be with the friends. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Wings with Friends. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch. Oh, hey, <laughs> what's up? Happy quarantine. How's it treating you? How are you doing? Are you guys hanging in there? I am. Decided to get back on the ball, start podcasting again, um, which is interesting because my last episode was right at the beginning where we weren't sure what was happening. I had Rena calm. Uh, we had some really great vegan wings at uh, Green here in Phoenix. And then some time has passed. And so, uh, I, what am I trying to say? I'm here with a very <laughs> essential guest. Uh, my good friend, Carl Umfris. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I feel so essential just even being here. Uh, I just thank you. Good. Wow. I'm glad. Honored. Yeah. It was a long it was a long journey for me to get here to this episode. That's right. You know, you may remember Carl from previous episodes with his like famous lines like Howdy. <laughs> yeah. Or his wingman um, you know, inputs in the Matt Z Mac episode. The time we went oh. to Tucson at the O for their wing special. Yep. Those wings were special. That venue was real. Didn't you? That feel whole trip was special. It was, it was like wasn't special it? day, special trip. You're a great road trip partner. Yeah, I try to be. I try to be entertaining. Uh, you know, yeah. I felt very safe, like when I had to go to the, cir- the scary Circle K. <laughs> you picked a good one. <laughs> it was really scary, and I was like, "Oh no, I think I might crap myself." <laughs> no, I shouldn't lead with that. Um. Yeah, it was a good trip, um, but I liked how the O used to be a strip club, so you just really got that vibe. Yeah, they changed nothing. They were like, we'll keep it the same. You can do comedy <laughs> in here. This you know is totally why? fine. Because it's probably going to go back to being a strip club pretty well, soon. You know, well, you know, well, everybody got their, you know, their stimulus check, or most people did. They gave a new name to the stimulus checks? <laughs> <laughs> new meaning to stimulus checks? I think, yeah, that's what they were hoping. Just the timing's off. Yeah, I think all those things are closed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so here you are, your own legitimate episode, Carl. Man. How does it feel? Man, it feels, I feel honored. I feel really honored. Uh, it, this is a big day for me. Uh, yeah. yeah, I had a hard time sleeping last night. Really? I woke up extra early just to think about wings. Oh, I'm so glad that, uh, that, uh, this has had such an impact on you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, my whole Saturday evolved around this. Wow. Me too. Uh, actually. Um, so that is really fun. And we had some really good wings from Wingstop. What kind of wings did you have, Carl? I went with the, they call it the sweet Korean Q. So like a sweet Korean barbecue. Oh, that Q was just out there on its own. I thought you made like a typo when you texted that. I was like, no, oh, you can't no, put I, the bees in there? No, I read that off their menu. Oh. So yeah, I didn't make that up myself. I, you know, <clears throat> I took their lead on that one. <laughs> So yeah, the sweet, uh, the sweet. That's what they sold me is that they just put the Q out there. I was like, okay, that's good. I like that. This is, you know. Is that what the Q means in LGBTQ? Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Barbecue? No, I don't think that's what it means. Hey, I could be wrong. Barbecue, barbecue is a protected class. Um, they should have rights. Barbecue should have rights. So, okay. And then we also had some other wings too, because I can never not order a bunch of wings. Right. Because I can't just be like, here's four wings. This is what you get. 
you're not essential. <laughs> you're essential. Yeah, I'm essential. So I had the mango habanero. Yes. And I got some lemon pepper. Yeah. From Wingstop. I like, do you like Wingstop? I do. Uh, and it had been a while since I had Wingstop. And I feel like they've maybe gotten better even because oh. I, I, you know, I remember them being like, okay. But these, I was like, well, these are great. So. I didn't see Honey Hot on their menu. And I thought, I need a Honey Hot. Hmm. Huh. But yeah. So who are you, Carl? What do you do? Why are you special or essential enough to have an, your own episode? Well, I'm essential. Uh, I'm also a comedian. Um, I think that's how we know each other. I'm a comedian, and um, I've worked at a comedy club in the Valley as well for a long time. And then um, uh, I have a new essential job I can't talk about. Okay. So It's you know, that essential. It's pretty I'm, essential. Yeah, that's exciting. So, I mean, I bet that's hard to do is to get a new job in the middle of a pandemic when everyone's laid off looking for work. I was quite surprised. Yeah. I, I, like, I was shocked. So I, I told you, though. I was like, you'll get this job. Everybody likes you. Everybody wants you on their team. Uh, and you were like, yeah, that's pretty normal. Is that how you've just lived life? Like, oh, I'm just that guy. Yeah, I might project that. But inside, I'm like, no, I'm not going to get this job. Everybody hates me. Nobody oh. thinks I'm funny. No. Um, uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It makes me feel better when I hear guys are insecure, too. Yeah, I think, yeah, there's a lot of us out there. We just don't admit it. Yeah, that's what makes you so special is that you, you can admit it. Yeah. Or oh, wait, this is recording? <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We have some <laughs> real... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, so you're a comedian. Tell me about that. Like, what? tell us about your comedy um, for, for the people listening. Like, what should they know about you? Like, what would, what would really describe you? How would they get to know you? Man, um, good. I know that was like five <laughs> questions. Wow. Yeah, and that's a lot. It's just really one question, though. Wow, that would be a lot to break down. Um, I just, uh, I try to like find everyday humor or relatable humor and also from a different take that maybe you're not expecting right. or something, you know? So I think that would be the best way to describe it. It's kind of like, is that kind of Seinfeld-esque? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I nobody I don't likes know, to I be guess. compared to anybody. Nobody likes to be like, oh, you're like, no, that's that's Carl Umfresk. <laughs> yeah. Umfresk. You want to be unique and in your own lane. So I think that's where I try to like draw my comedy from is to try to be, uh, I guess, a reflection of myself, but also be different and funny. I've seen your set. It is very funny. You've got something going on with trees. Like, what's your deal with trees? Um, uh, I love trees. Big fan of trees and big fan of Arbor Day. And then, um, you know, that's coming up pretty soon here. Isn't it like the 22nd? It is. It How is did the I know 20. that? You might have heard me mention it a couple of times. Yeah. It's a Friday. How do Actually, you no, I don't think it's the 22nd. I think it's... The 20th? No, I'm going to have to... Now I have to look it up. Um, this is me not knowing when Arbor Day is a true tree fan. I just got a really funny text, and I can't read it, but I'll tell you later. Um, Arbor Day. It's because I look at a lot of calendars. That's oh, it's why. the 24th, so it was close. Man, the 20, you know yeah. what? If you had just let me have that, I would have felt so freaking cool. Man, well, I thought you oh, were right for a second. Is that the 22nd? Is that? 
Because you're like, it's not, it's like around Earth Day, but it's not Earth Day. Or I was like, it's not that close to 420. Right. Is what I knew. I was like, it's not that close to 420, but it's close. So, you know, trees. That reminds me. I am going to post soon um, about the anniversary I got to open for Todd Berry. Oh, Todd. Todd's hilarious. Yeah. Todd's one of my uh, favorite comedians. Yeah. <coughs> did I show you a picture? Yeah, you did. Multiple times. You keep bringing it up. <laughs> you're like, have I'm I? I'm so sorry. I think like, I just want to, you know, I, I want you to think I'm funny. I want to impress you. I want you to think I'm cool. Uh, turns out I'm probably just making you hate me. <laughs> I was like, I didn't get all the stimulus money. Boo. Well, you're, you're very essential. You've opened for Todd Berry. I mean, that's how I know you is from yeah. you opening and uh, featuring at the club. Yes. So. Um, I think the first time was with uh, Taylor Tomlinson. Yeah. Uh, who I like the way I'm sitting. Um, we're obviously best friends, but we're not. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to think we she, are. Yeah. Um, she is super cool. And then I got to open for her again. Yeah. Twice you opened that for her. Kinda, Look at that. You know what? If she, When she comes back next time, you know there's going to be a piece of me like, wait, am I going to get the call? And it's like. No, let's let somebody, you know, somebody for the fans. But then I'm like, but, uh, but it's a weird, it's a weird thing. You want to be her Phoenix opener. I mean, here's the thing. This is, well, this is what I told myself. No matter whether it's her or another comic, because I've opened for some dick comics, (laughs) right? Or one at least, right? And this is what I told myself. You want to be working at the Tempe Improv. That's yeah. it. So if if they call me, then I'm going to take that. Even if, you know, a part of me was like, oh, one of my, this, my friends should do it. Or, and it's like, no, you have to take the opportunities if they come to you. Oh, definitely. And rise, yeah. Yeah. Show up and be funny. Yeah. And if, it's like somebody, I mean, and here's the thing too. I, whenever I get insecure and stuff, I go, Casey called me. I trust Casey. Yeah. Nobody has ever, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, like, I'm not going to second guess it. Maybe yeah. they, you course know, not. you kind of do that thing in your head. Well, they just called me because I'm a girl or they just called me because, ooh. you know, and it's like, don't second guess it. They called you because you're ready and you, and the, they need you yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. It's your time. Yeah. You're getting the shot. Yeah. You earned it. You're there for a reason. I want to work at a club again. Same. Oh Same. my gosh. It is fun. The Tempe Improv is, um. They're so nice. They treat you so well. Yeah. And the audiences are so nice. Like you can really pick up some fans and some followers. And I've, I, there's people I still connect with all the time that I met at the Tempe Improv. Yeah. From the, yeah, from the few shows I've got to perform on there. Uh, I've gotten people that have followed me since then and stuff. So, Oh, I forgot. This is about you. Um, no, but actually you've gotten to interact and, you know, hang out with some really cool people. Like who have been your favorite shows and acts that have come through your work? Man, that's a hard list. Cause there's been so I've worked there probably almost four years. So the number of comics that have come through that I'm a fan of, uh, is just, the list is so long. Um, some of my favorites that have come through are like Dan Cummings. Um, hmm. he, he's hilarious. Love Dan Cummings. Um, Dan Sodder's come through. He's hilarious. Uh, this guy I work with went to high school with him in Colorado. Yeah. And then Dan went to, Dan Sodder went to, I think, U of A. So when he comes to town, he always has a bunch of local fans. My friend Mike, he was like, the other day he goes, oh, Mary, I went to high school with this guy who does comedy. I guess he's, he's doing comedy now. His name's Dan Soder. And I was like, I freaking 
I just saw him in New York at the Comedy Cellar. He's like, what? I go, he just got an HBO special, Mike. And he was like, cool, I should call him. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he's, what? Yeah, he's done very well. Yeah, yeah he's on Billions. And he, yeah, That's and how I know him from Billions. Yeah, and he's a nice guy, too. So, really? Yeah. Yeah, there's been like so many of them that have come through that I, uh, you kind of don't know like how their offstage personality is going to be, and you then see they're that. just you see the a offstage. super nice person just in general. Are people dicks too? Yeah, you get some that are, you know. I mean, and some of them, you know, whatever. That's their personality. That's their ego or whatever you want, you know. But I don't, I don't ever let that affect me, you know. You don't seem like you let a lot affect you on the outside. Uh, no, I, tr- yeah, I try not to, I try not to, too. Cause like, I think the older I got, I've gotten like the less I try to hold on to stuff yeah. because you realize that it's like not good for your health, you, like both mentally and physically because yeah. it'll affect you, you know? So just, I, yeah, don't hold on to it. Like I might be mad for an hour or upset for an hour, but that goes away. And then I'm like, wait, what was I upset about? But later I might so- lay down and it let it haunt me. <laughs> As I'm trying to sleep, like, wait, oh, man. Oh, I feel so sad for you. No, and then I fall asleep and forget about it. Oh, okay. No, has seeing kind of the behind the scenes of the comedy club and and these acts, has that affected the way you perceive comedy? Uh, For sure. Yeah, because like... Or the uh, comedian you want to be? Both, definitely both. Um, Yeah, because, yeah, seeing like um, comedy done like really well, or seeing stand-up done really well uh, by, like, a touring comic is, like, way different than seeing, you know, like, an amateur at an open mic and just seeing their stage personality and their offstage personality and seeing how they're able to give, like, themselves on the stage but also, you know, you know, save some of themselves from off the stage has also been kind of neat, too. So I was thinking about how usually if, if I'm there – the the headliner is not like a crazy wild comic, you know. It's gonna be a party night, party weekend, you know. You know, like yeah. I, I, usually the people I open up for, their audiences, and they're just uh, and I like that too. By the way, I've kind of noticed that a lot of comedians I respect they're sober, they take care of themselves, they have a routine, and I think that's what I'm not gonna speak for other people, but that's what I should mimic if I'm trying to. Like figure out what what I want it to be like in terms of it's not every weekend is a party, and you're doing all this crazy shit because that's how you burn out. But if you take care of yourself, you can kind of keep evolving. That's yeah. my opinion. I don't I don't care what other people do, even though I love a good gangbang. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? No. Uh, uh, but what I wanted to ask you is like, have you have you seen those? Have there been those nights there where it's like, fire everybody out of the green room because. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I can't really say anything like that. I haven't seen any crazy stuff uh, to where I'm just like, wow, that's out out of this world. But I've also worked in like the service industry, managing bars and stuff for a long time as well, and I've seen probably crazier stuff. You know, managing a nightclub versus what I've seen at the at the comedy club. God, way to kill a good question card. But I mean, there's definitely. I feel like there's a lot more comics now that that club books that are. Well, probably a little more professional, and I so I probably don't point. see it at the club, but they definitely go and party after. Uh, where do you think they go? It just depends on who the who just, the comic just is. Just tell me where they go. I, I don't know. Half do you the think time. they go to they, Mill? 
Sometimes they will. Casino. I've noticed a lot of people want to go to the casino. Some of them, yeah. Well, some will go. I don't think that. I think some of them will talk about going to the strip club, but they don't. I don't think they go. But who knows? Maybe they go. I don't get invited. (laughs) That's a waste of money. I went to a strip club not that long ago before all this happened with my my dumb friends. Oh, is that why you were talking about your mom's tits earlier? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you know, I can bring this back. Okay, yes. Because (laughs) how dare you talk about a breast cancer survivor like that? Well, (laughs) (laughs) go ahead. What? My mom is also a breast cancer survivor. Um, So I was thinking about this one stripper. (laughs) (laughs) So my friends and I'm friends with a lot of boys and and they do like to take me to the strip club because uh, I think the girls like are more comfortable or I'll do their bidding for them, you know? Like, they don't have to feel like... Uh, and we haven't done this in a long time. But this one girl, or I paid for a dance, or, or they, that's what they want. They want me to be like, here, give a, give a dance to my friend, and then they don't have to feel like the pervert. But then, I guess she was kind of done, but she had extra time on it, and they were like, dance to her. And she she kind of, like, motorboated me. Uh, and you motorboated her? No, she motorboated Motorboat oh, okay, me. Okay, okay. And so she turned to the lap dance on me and she put them in my face. And they were so like um, rubbery. Like hmm. the texture, like her, the <laughs> texture on my face was like really. Um, I mean, she smelled amazing um, and she was really nice. But like it was like this tight, rubbery feeling. And I'm like, oh, hmm. okay. Yeah. That's not what I'm used to. Yeah. Um, Not that I do this a lot. I'm there's just like a lot of different textures out there, you know. Um, um, I guess it depends on what type of lotion you use. I think maybe she's tans, you know. That uh, and and I remember when I used to tan, like it, your skin feels a little more like taut. Taut. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good word. Yeah, you, can, you had it so quick too. It was yeah. taut. So, but I guess that's the difference too between natural and not, you know. And whatever. True, yeah. You so know. when you talk about my mom, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of her, you know, her natural boobs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to get ready to say that your mom had breast augmentation. No, no, no. I mean, after the cancer, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, she <laughs> Let me see. I'm so sorry. This is so <laughs> wrong. No, she, um, you know, she's, she's like a, she's like. I don't know what to say. She's so Mexican. She's not doing that. <laughs> she doesn't need to. Those, you know, my family were endowed people. Um, so. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> um, there. Is it hot in here? I'm like so nervous. Um, oh, sorry. I shouldn't have brought up your mom's. My mom's news. Well, yeah. because we were talking. I mean, talking, you brought it up earlier. I did. I was saying that I think. I feel like I can remember breastfeeding, being breastfed, mm. but you said no, it's and then not. I said maybe it's an implanted memory, like I, I just made it up. And no. I <laughs> thought, no, there's maybe some other scenarios. I was not molested. Either molested or you were breastfed to an old age. Like I don't think maybe so Maybe till you were six or seven years old. Maybe because we were poor? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like there's no milk for the cereal, and that's why. And that's how you remember. It's just <laughs> there's oh always milk for the cereal. I won't say that on. I, I knew a guy once who was like, I, 
to drink breast milk. It's disturbing. Yes. Yeah, you were mentioning strip clubs. At a strip club, I ha- um, I didn't ask for it. I didn't pay for it. But um, a f- lady did squirt her breast milk in my face. And when I asked what was that, she did it again. And then she asked if I liked it. And I said no. Because there's a lot to process. That's like assault. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was assault. <laughs> you, <laughs> well, uh, I was going to say it didn't taste salty. But no. Um, assault. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Um, wow. Th- I mean, that's like. you. Should I had get, a lot of questions. You should get consent if you do that. I thought she should have asked. Yeah. You know. And, and then I, th- I felt, you know, it sucks they don't get a really long maternity leave. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought that too. And I think my first question was, how old's your baby? <laughs> He's sitting right there. <laughs> and she said, uh, 13 years old. <laughs> and I said, when you still breastfeed at 13? And then she explained, no, that she just always produced. And yeah, said, it's oh. for the show. It's her niche. That's Some thing. girls like do other things. I consulted a doctor about it, and he explained that all the way up until the 80s, there was wet nurses in hospitals. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then I was like, what? And then he explained that the oldest living wet nurse was like 88 years old, and I was like, whose kid <laughs> got that? I'm just going to change the subject, because um, I could keep talking about this, but we probably don't need to. Isn't this uh, about wings? <laughs> yeah. Hey, so you've worked in restaurants and bars. Like, have you had some really good wings in your day? Yeah, I've had. I've, yeah, I've had. Do you like wings? Do you eat wings in your real yeah, life? Yeah, I'm a fan of wings Kay. for sure. Have you had some good wings at places you've worked? <coughs> yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of. Yeah. Oh, one word answer. I'm first here. Well, I'm trying to think of the place I worked that had the best wings. I think the cantina that I worked at had probably the best wings. What they do to them? Well, I would, I would have them special make them for me. So I think that's why I liked them because I'd have them combine sauces. They were Which like, ones? what? How do you? How they put them together? Uh, I would do like a hot and barbecue, nice. you know, yeah. or like a honey hot. Yeah. Those were my two go tos. I'd have them make, but normally they would only serve just regular hot or barbecue. Yeah. You know, but I. You're kind when of when you're in charge, you just tell them. What you want done. You're like, I'm fucking essential. Make <laughs> I'm me essential. some wings. Make me these wings this way. <laughs> Please. I would have asked like that if I was essential back then, but. Yeah. You know. Do you, you're, you're kind of culinary confident, right? Like you're kind of a food person. Have you, do you ever make your own wings or, or have you, or if you were going to make your own sauce, what would you do? Uh, I'm pretty basic when I make them at home. I Lately I've just made them in the oven. Okay. Uh, and just cook them a little longer so they're kind of crispy. Yeah. And I think that's a trick. And then um, I've just been doing basic, like Frank's Red Hot and a little bit of butter. Mm, that's good. Genevieve Rice made me some wings for her podcast that was also about food. And she she did them in the oven. She said something about sprinkling a little baking soda to make them crispy. Uh, no. I've seen that trick before. Okay. You, you like kind of soak them just briefly. I think it's like less than 20 minutes in like a baking soda type brine okay and then she didn't do that but then she brought that up she said she just dried them really good Hmm. when they thawed and then she just she she goes you gotta get them really dry yeah pat them dry yeah but then that's when that came up and i was like oh and then she just did salt and pepper which is really nice yeah i feel like when they're baking like the less you put on the better just to let them 
just for the baking process yeah. at least and then yeah. afterwards you can kind of put some extra stuff on it like maybe lemon pepper or so you said you hadn't been to Wingstop in a long time what do no. you, what's your other like go-to fast wing or chain wing place like do you where would you get wings from if you I, like I try it. to try different places now yeah. I try to like not get the same place I just try to order from whatever area I'm in I try to get something different in that area I'd like to go to like Flagstaff or Sedona or so one of the outskirt towns to get wings and do an episode yeah. like that but I don't know there was like a I remember up in Flagstaff there used to be like a like a brewery that had really good wings up there I forget what it was called though Flagstaff Brewery yeah one of them up there um, I think there's a bunch up there now but well the tavern uh what's it Southside Tavern we do a lot with them at Big Pine, and they yeah. will make me a flavor for my live show at Big Pine. So that's been nice. fun. Yeah. You get um, your own flavor. Look at you. Well, it's pretty much really just like, just make something, please. Thank you. <laughs> Anything. And then not a lot of people show up to the live show, and they're like, hey, I got a lot of wings. <laughs> I try to get people. I try, you know, like yeah. try to fill the seats. You would think with free wings that people would show up. I would. And I mean, then, that's why I'm here. You know, it's funny. I did a second episode I recorded with somebody at, a, at the green room, and then James Hancock was like, hey, there are wings here, and I was, because he remembered when we were at San Luis Obispo Comedy Festival, and I had all these wings. He's like, hey, is there wings? I was like, no, I'm sorry, and I felt so bad, but it wasn't like a live show. It was just me and Lexi Grace. So yeah. Good story, Mary. Nice. Good one. Um, okay, so this has been such a unique time during a shutdown, during the quarantine. Um, you can't do too much. Um, and so, but what I'm trying, what I've been thinking about lately is what are the unexpected, like, cool things about a pandemic? Now, I know people are dying. I know it's bad out there, and I'm trying to be sensitive. <laughs> and I am. Right. But, like, what has been kind of like, the unexpected, like, hey, this has been nice. Have you had any of those? Not, I, I didn't really, because, um, I, I don't know, right at the beginning, I, I thought, oh, this will be nice, because it'll just be, like, two weeks off, because yeah. th that's how I was kind of looking at it, like, oh, it's, like, going to be two weeks off of work or whatever, and then I think after the end of two weeks, when it started to look like, well, we don't know how long this is going to go on, is when I started to get, like, this is not fun anymore, mm -hmm. and then luckily... I landed a new essential job, and it really pulled me out of that uh, funk. So mm. I thought you were going to say, luckily, Mary invited me over for coffee and podcasting, and she's, no, I'm just kidding. No, but that's been the key, I think, to this, though, is, like, like some of the friends that you, like, that maybe you didn't expect, but also, um, you know, like, just some of the friends that you're glad that are around. Like, you've been one of them. You've always checked. You gave me, what, burritos and tortillas the other I day. People. So, yeah. You um, feed the poor people so you're, you're before right. they're essential. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're you're so nice. No, um, for me, what was I saying? You're talking about, like, in the, uh, within this pandemic, like, something. I know, but I know unexpected. I had something up my sleeve oh, okay. that I was like, this has been so rad. I mean, I haven't been late for work. Nice. Right? <laughs> I'm like. No traffic. Being late. I haven't left the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's the no traffic. Because I go from right there to right there and yeah. log in and then like go back to sleep. Um, you have a 20-foot commute. <laughs> yeah, not even, right? Wait, I don't know my metrics, but yeah. <laughs> that's not 20 feet. Okay. It's probably less. I mean, 
You can exaggerate. This is your place. Oh, okay. Um, Make so it that's, seem big. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been, I haven't been late for work. Um, but the friends thing, you are right. Like, I feel like, I mean, I've always known who my friends are, but I feel like I really know who my friends are now. And I feel like your real friends really come to the surface and, you know, yeah, that's been nice. I feel like the ones that kind of know you, uh, are the ones that know to like when to check up on you is what I've kind of noticed, you know, to, to some extent, but also some of the people I thought would check in didn't you know and i'm like that's interesting yeah 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 like there's some people who i thought would invite me to their zoom writing circles because i always invited them to mine but turns out they didn't and so i'm just it really makes me think about how to murder them (laughs) but zoom writing circles are i I don't know i don't like any of the well me neither i just want to be fucking invited I feel you. I feel you. Like I felt like I wanted to do a Skype open mic at the beginning of all this. I was like, that's how I can keep doing stand-ups is I'll do this Skype open mic. And then I uh, like logged in to do it. And I was like, no, I just can't do this. It just, uh, it's not the same. I don't think it would. I, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm, I know for sure it's probably helping some people work out bits, material and stuff like that. But I don't I don't think it's a format that was going to benefit me. Right. I well, I'll say this. Nobody has asked uh, me that um, <laughs> nobody's asked me to do a show. And um, that's OK. Um, and then the first couple weeks, I didn't want to do anything. And it wasn't until recently where I'm like, I'm in a podcast. I'm ready to podcast again. So here we are. Yeah. I'm your first uh, quarantine or yeah yeah but then i'm gonna do a bunch more after i know i don't yeah. even know if this i'm just the warm-up on this may not even You're air like the fluffer podcast i appreciate it either way i appreciate it <laughs> no. this may never air and that's still okay no this heavily edited it's this is no this will definitely air because i think yeah, let me see if i can not give you a compliment <laughs> I am so funny around you. <laughs> no, I no. That's what I like about you is that I feel like we're very funny in our communication. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it makes, like you. I think you have to feel like safe. Like you can say whatever. For sure. Um, and you can just be yourself. Like those are the. That's the recipe for like being really funny and creating. So I feel like I come up with more ideas even just hanging out. Um. And it's funny. It's like, that's not a big aha, but it is like, it's new for me because I don't have a lot of comedy friends. I know everybody likes you and wants to hang out with you. So it's probably, that's, um, that's what you say, but, uh, it's a lonely world over here. <laughs> really quick. Um, my friend Electa and I, we went to New York a few years ago and we were at the, uh, Bryant. Is this going to be another thing about you opening for somebody <laughs> no. famous? <laughs> no. no. Another no. humble brag. No. All right. Um, we were at the Bryant Park Grill, and there wasn't really anybody in there. And then we saw this guy, and we kn- recognized him, but we didn't know who he was or his name. And we were just like, oh, my God. And then, like, he came up and interrupted our waiter to see where the bathroom was, and the waiter was ignoring him. And we were like, oh, my gosh. And But we knew him. And then it was like a year later, she she finally figured out who he was. And then she just texted me. She goes, look, it's that man we saw. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember his name. But that was so funny. Uh, he's an actor. He always plays like a judge or an old wise man, you know, kind of guy. Uh, I think I know the guy you're talking about. Um, hold on, let me ask her what show. I think there's only like one old white judge in every movie. 
He's not white. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mary. I don't see color. <laughs> um, so that was exciting. I mean, I my, one of my favorite, actually, one of my favorite things is oh, she's watching Evil. I don't That's watch that show. Relevant. What? <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I got on a tangent. I just got really excited. No. Sorry, Carl. No, it's no, that's great excitement. Um, <laughs> no, one of my like, I love to see celebrities, and I don't see them often. Not until I start doing comedy, like, and and those people like, to us they're celebrities, but really to other people they're not as you know well known. But whenever there's like, that's like my favorite thing. But I don't, it doesn't happen to me often. Have you, you, you see them a lot though. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I've met some like comedy heroes of mine too, where I've definitely been starstruck, and it's really hard to even get anything out like you know even saying hi like i'm dana carvey i had a hard time even just introducing myself and like and that was a you know and i was like i can't believe i'm meeting dana carvey and then um gilbert Gottfried met him i met him a couple times from working at the club and um like one of my favorite things is like i pointed to a picture and i told him a story about it and then he knew the person on there, and he you know, had a good chuckle. And I, that's like a highlight of mine. Oh, that's is so getting, nice. You know, like someone like Gilbert Godfrey to sincerely laugh at something. So I was like, oh, it's, a, well, it's always going to be with me. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, I really like that. Um, <laughs> so that's one of my favorite things. So that's why when we saw, when we saw this guy... Again, th- that's happened a lot where it hasn't been somebody super famous, but I'm like, I guess I just, I grew up watching a lot of TV. I still, I really like a lot of television and I like, I don't know, like sometimes yeah, I, mean, I wish I had gone into like a TV job or, or like a production type job, you know, or okay. I like maybe the science of it or the, I, I'm curious about how it works. Yeah. Like the behind the scenes. Kind of. Yeah. I got you. I like to see like new shows come out and then see which ones that get canceled and, like, I like to follow that, kind of like fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> For TV. Yeah. I got, I got it. Not as much anymore because I've been really busy. Um, but Oh, I was talking about unexpected, like, positive things that have come out of this. Um, I've been watching some different shows, which is nice. Yeah. Like, everybody saw Tiger King. Like, who'd have thought? You could get a tiger cup for so cheap. <laughs> that you you that stayed with you, didn't it? Yeah. But you gotta think about it, you gotta feed it. Yeah, that's what they say. But who knew that Walmart just gives you free food to feed your tigers? Oh my gosh. What was the most haunting thing that stayed with you from that <laughs> show? Um how little they touched on Doc's weird virgin sex cult. <laughs> and yeah. just how he's just kind of like in Florida or wherever he is or North Carolina. And just living the dream. Yeah. <coughs> um, I think for me it was like Finley's teeth. Uh, he was just like, and the fact that they weren't gay until they met Joe Exotic. Uh, yeah. But right away, I like how they don't mention, and I don't want to give anything away, but they don't mention the underlining meth issue until right. much later. But you know, I mean, the signs are all to- there. It, meth was actually the glue that held that special together. <laughs> it was everywhere, I bet. You know what yeah. else, too? The Walmart guy, his evolution, because you really you met him thinking, oh, he's just the Walmart manager. And then he's like, oh, I'm his campaign manager. 
And then he's like really close to him too. Yeah, that guy, he's had a journey. I'm guessing, uh, you know. <laughs> you know what though? I feel bad he never got proposed to. Like, you know he was like this step, of this this far away from being a husband. Yeah. And he was like, why not always a bridesmaid? Yeah. Never. Man, yeah. Never, never made that next level, you know. That's how I feel in life, actually. Yeah. It's just always the campaign <laughs> manager. <laughs> always the... The side husband never. You got to run for yourself. That's why you can't uh, get a campaign for yourself. I'm over it, though, to be honest. I know a lot, a lot of people are still talking about it. There's songs about Tiger King. I'm kind of just over it. Now. Yeah. I mean, it was fun watching it. Yeah. Um, and people are talking about rewatching it or something like, I don't know. I watched it the one time through. I felt like that was good enough. Yeah. If there's um, a second season, I'll probably watch it, though. Mm. The lows really bothered me a lot. Yeah. Terry Lowe. Ugh. Do you think because you like maybe grew up around some people like that or? I feel like um, in my early working days, maybe I worked with people like that or had customers like that. Yeah. Well, I think it's because that guy is still stuck in the year 2000 or 2003 yeah. with all his affliction and stuff. Affliction shirts. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Um, but it did. Ma- I did enjoy it more. Uh, you watched it here and it was like it's a lot of stuff is more fun watching it with a friend. If you watch it by yourself, same thing with the, you know, like, eating wings. Yeah, Not for as sure. Not fun by yourself. Well, you have friends? Are they? Oh, well, tell me about of, it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, because I, uh, I get a lot of head sweat when I eat wings. <laughs> so I like to be alone. I like to cry a little. You I, did. You're a, you're a sweater. Yeah, my face and head just sweat. Anytime I eat anything remotely spicy. It's nothing to be ashamed of, Carl. I try not to be ashamed of it, um, but in public you can see it probably means when you, have you a keep good having metabolism. to ask for napkins. I think it used to be worse when I was drinking. Oh, so you don't drink? Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah, I quit drinking uh, just over fifteen months ago. Why would you do that? Uh, I don't know. I felt like it was, I felt like it was time to to move on if that makes any sense it makes more sense to me i have my own like i guess personal reasons i felt like it was maybe holding me back from doing a lot of stuff without really acknowledging that it was holding me back well while while you would think it would be a crutch it wasn't necessarily a crutch for me i think it was my reason not to do things yeah so i think it was like oh i'll do that tomorrow because i'm drinking today or something kind of like that mentality but yeah, ever since uh, you know, just too many good things have come since I've quit drinking. Like what? Like uh, stand up. It's funny because a lot of people like stand up makes them quit. Wait, makes them start drinking. Yeah, or yeah, start or get way <laughs> deep into drinking. But what else? No. Anything else or just stand up? Just stand up in like a better, more positive outlook. Yeah, is the big thing too. I like that. Um, did you? Ha- I mean, did something really bad happen? I know this is personal, but then again. Nobody wants to hear like vague and I'm not saying you're vague, but I'm like, you know, it's like right. details are great yeah. on stuff like this. But but I mean, was there something that was like, boom, this is the bottom or it was just like, hey, I don't like this anymore. No, I think I felt like I just kind of got over it, you know, because I was a daily like a, a daily beer drinker. And I think that that routine of always having beers every day after work was like I just got over it. I was like, ah, I think there can be something more. Or yeah. something better to do than this. I think it's a, um, I think it's just something that happens with age too. 
Like I, I quit smoking. Um, it's been five years almost. Oh, nice. And I love smoking. I <laughs> loved it. I, I miss it. I think about it from time to time. I think about my little friends. Uh, <laughs> and when I see people smoking, I get really jealous. And not so actually I say that, but it comes and goes. But actually I haven't thought about it. Oh, this quarantine has made me go. Maybe I'll just start smoking again. <laughs> <laughs> I love to say that to people. And they're like, what? No. Did your parents smoke when you were growing up? or My mom did a little bit, but she just stopped. But oh. my dad, he does still chew tobacco. And then my dad quit drinking um, a couple years ago, which is almost as crazy as me quitting smoking. Like, it was just who he was. Yeah. Dad always, like, oh, beer's on sale. Or, oh, we got to go get beer. For um, sure. Coors Banquet Beer. I mean, that's a... That's a fine beverage i didn't know that i just was a heavy coors light drinker so really yeah so I, then the coors full body is like oh it's a special the occasion. banquet beer that's the like uh i have that at lunch that's it no i'm kidding uh, that's the filler up beer you know man i used to oh gosh so so yeah and i did, i guess i didn't know any better but um that's probably why i quit drinking is because coors light had that rewards program and i <laughs> Earned enough points to get the grill, and then they discontinued the it. <laughs> no, oh, you got a grill? No, I no. They it kept saying coming soon, and then it never became available. Oh, they yeah, you. they just like it was like a ruse. They're like, you can do it. You can get this keg grill and be but, the envy of all your friends. And then they took it away. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna quit drinking. You're not gonna get any more Fuck money. you, Coors Light. I do find um. <laughs> Um, when I first started doing comedy, my teacher, Tony Visage, who's really great. He's a sober guy. Um, and then he, um, also would eat these little nicotine mints cause he didn't smoke anymore. And I think something in that made me go like, I could quit smoking and all these cool people, they, they're not drinking, they're not smoking. Um, <laughs> it's a cool thing to do, man. Well, <laughs> it became, it became hard to smoke actually because nobody likes it. It's. There's nowhere to do it anymore. So I just got over it. For I was sure. just like, you really have to. And now you have to wear a mask. So how are you going to smoke <laughs> wearing a mask? It's just silly. Just silly. Yeah. So, so yeah, I am glad I'm not a, a smoker. But and then I've also cut back on alcohol or kind of I'm not saying I've given it up, but I definitely now I've been a little more strict to like my rules or my maybe guidelines. I, I just I'm tired. I, I got tired of just drinking for no reason. I got gotcha. you. I yeah. would order. I don't even like alcohol that much, but I would order a drink, maybe like have a couple drinks, like sips, and then I would leave it. Well, how? I, I have no idea how that would work, but you have never ordered a drink and just sipped and left it. It's like if it was at a happy hour, because I'd always be like worried. Oh, I've got. Here's the thing. I never just wanted one or two. I wanted like five or six. Oh uh, yeah. And then if so it's a Thursday, like that's not cool. And I couldn't handle the hangover anymore. But so my only point is, my whole point is, it isn't. It's it's nicer when that's just off the table, and then you like enjoy all sorts of other things. Right. Like, are you finding that you enjoy other things more now, or you're there's more you can? Obviously, you said there's more you're doing. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm. I feel like I'm. I I don't know if it'd be like the right way to say more released. But like, yeah, I mean, because if you're drinking, you can't just uh, like, like, I'm going to go get in the car and go do this because you right. have to like plan it out. You're like, oh, I oh, got to get Oh, my dad an wouldn't Uber do anything after one o'clock. Yeah. They would do all their errands in the morning. 
And then he's like, no, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. I got to start drinking. I mean, I still, like, will cancel plans on people. But um, that's just me personally. But, like, <laughs> drinking would be an even more, like, a, a more of an excuse. Because I'd be like, well, I've already had a couple beers. So yeah. I can't go anywhere. Sorry about that. Maybe next time let me know. Yeah. And then eventually your friends don't ask you anymore. I think some of the things that I did when I was really drunk, it's just not cool anymore when you're 40. Yeah. <laughs> like it was adorable when I was like 30. <laughs> or it was hilarious, you know, fun Mary. And now it's like, um, oh, you're fucking old. You yeah. can't do that. The older you get to all your drinking friends, they uh, start to have families and settle down and. You're still like, so are we gonna, not going to go out to happy hour? No? I can't drink like that anymore. You can't but get a sitter? I was so fun. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do miss it. No, I do. I miss that, but I don't miss how I felt, how I acted, the things that I would do. But I, I'm thinking my friend Jen right <laughs> the now. The regret, who would just, the guilt. No. <laughs> my friend Jen, who would just like kind of egg me on a little bit because she just loved the Mary show. Ah. One time we were at a bar in Chandler. As this was a couple of years ago, actually. And I went to the bathroom, and I guess a, a guy sat in my chair, and I came back, and I was like, what? You know, I kind of made this whole big scene, and she goes, told you. And so I guess, like, <laughs> he sat in my seat, Warned. and she was he was like, is anybody sitting here? She goes, yeah, but it's cool. Like, just wait for it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, but she is going to give you an earful. Yeah, and it was, I mean, I was joking, of course, but and then the guy thought we were so cool because we were just talking to them. And I was like, what? And I guess most girls just don't really talk to guys. Yeah, it's weird. Us guys just like attention. What? <laughs> I yeah. mean, everybody's like that, Carl. True. We all just want attention. Or So I my theory to is... To some extent. People just either want attention or they don't want any attention. Right. Uh, that's what I kind of do like in my job. I'm like, give people attention. That's why <laughs> they like you. Um... You know, you, you, that's that's weird. You have that in common with my dad. You also have in common with my dad um, your first name. Yeah, Carl's a great name. It's weird. I've never uh, had any friends named Carl. Wow, you've yeah, you probably missed out. I mean, I had a friend named Dad. Yeah. But you know what? It, it so that is kind of interesting. Um, but you're not a Carlton. No, it's a straight Carl. So my dad's a Carlton. What I forgot about this, and I think it's kind of funny, is um, my dad's name is Carl. My middle name is Carla because <laughs> I'm named after my dad, so to say. <laughs> Carla. That's interesting. Isn't Mary that? Carla. Mary Carla. Yeah, that's That is it. funny. Yeah. So uh, that's weird. Um, and you also have a U last name. So I'm just pointing out all these similarities because I think it's really funny. Yeah, I've got a pretty unique last name. But I, I don't meet a lot of people that have another U name. Yeah. Yeah, because you're an Upchurch. Yes. Yeah. We were always in the back of the line. But not all the way to the back. Like, you know what that's like. And it who, was like. Yeah, who was at the end? I think there was one kid with Williams. a. Williams. Yeah, one kid with a W. Yeah. And that was pretty much it, you know. Yeah, we were always at the end. Yeah. Uh, the ST. And then the, once you heard Turner or a, t- a Tyler, you know, it was like, oh, I'm up. Yeah, I'll be soon. <sighs> it's rough. Yeah. Did know. they call you? Did they have any nicknames for you? Like, Umpress? Uh. I'm sure they did, and I probably just <laughs> blocked them all out. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, I I had a lot of shit on for my name. Well, like I mean, I like at a young age, uh, I don't know, a little personal, I guess. I, I had Bell's palsy like around age oh, ten. Cool. 
So like that's where half your face is paralyzed yeah, from yeah, a yeah. nerve interruption. And uh, the kids would call me Popeye, which was <laughs> a really good one. It just dawned on me though that like exterior wise, you're you're not you're not scary, but you're not uh like you're not somebody I would pick on if I didn't know you. Weird, yeah. Uh, like so, then your experience probably was not like my experience because I was very easy to pick on. I think as I've gotten older. You didn't have that beard? Yeah, I didn't always have a beard as a child. And as I've gotten older, maybe I've I've looked more intimidating. But as a child, I don't think I was, I looked intimidating at all because I felt like I definitely got picked on a bunch. I think that's why you end up doing comedy, right? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So you didn't, uh, um, for us, they didn't make fun of your, I mean, I got up. I mean, they did. I mean, you can think of what you can put in front of, uh, you know, UM. Like, okay, so here's a good, here's a funny one. Is uh, I had a job one time and it was a corporate job. So you had an email and it was like your first initial and then part of your last name. <laughs> and it was always the first like three letters or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious because when I brought it up to my supervisor, that's exactly their response was, we all laughed about this hysterically in a meeting. And I was like, cool, are you guys going to change it? And they're like, no. And I go, okay, really? And they're like, no, that's we can't change it. That's how it's said from corporate. Cumbrous. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that was that's really. What, that's the kind of comedy gold I'm looking for. Right? Just <laughs> my last name and come. So. Great. But kids in school didn't figure that one out? Uh, they did in junior high. Yeah? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got Upchuck. I guess, Upchuck. Yeah. And then Mary Butchurch. Butchurch. I think that's great still. I mean. I mean, it is. I embrace it now. Should be your webpage. <laughs> that would be a whole nother webpage. <laughs> hey, did I tell you I got my I website mean, up hey, and running? Is it up and running? That's very exciting. I. It is. And also, apparently last year, my friend bought for me, because he worked at GoDaddy, he bought, when I started Phoenix Funny, he bought Phoenix Funny, Wings with Friends, and PHX Funny. Wow. So, Josh Boyle, who did my website, linked all those to MaryUpChurchComedy.com. Nice. So now, no matter which way you click on, they'll all take you to Mary Church Comedy. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, now I just got to get people to click on it. Yeah. Now I need some Easy shows enough. to get booked on. Yeah, I just need shows. Uh, but yeah, that's awesome. And it do you have cool. merch on there yet or no? No, I don't know what I'm doing with merch. Okay. Have you written any new jokes? Since the the pandemic or the quarantine? Wait, or? by the way, I had one more joke I was going to tell you. Uh, if we were a celebrity couple, our name would be Um Church. <laughs> or Up Friends. <laughs> Uh, it's good thing we're not celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, have you written um, have you written any jokes during this? I, I started out strong because I was like this, like I said, like I was like I, this isn't gonna last long, so I'm gonna be like just writing like crazy. I'm gonna like try to come up with some newer stuff, and uh, and like I think I have like two new jokes that oh, I really want to try. Yeah. And see where they go. I know. I'm not going to ask you to tell me the joke. But what's it about? Um, 
Well, I tried oat milk. Ooh, I did too. Yeah. 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 So I'm a fan of oat milk, you know, and so that inspired a whole line of. Like, are you vegan now? Sometimes, for the morning, like half the day. <laughs> sometimes for the morning. Well, because half the day. Yeah. Well, I mean, now that I'm essential, I have to get up <laughs> and be an essential member of society. That's what I tell myself every day when I get up now is like that I'm essential. I'm going to do essential stuff. And so I have to get up and be essential. And then you have to tell everybody you buy oat milk. Yeah. Well, I don't tell anybody as much anymore because um, I haven't been able to enjoy it as much. But I like to, you know, I randomly will tell people at the gas station. <laughs> Guys, have you tried oat milk in your coffee? <laughs> it's lovely. It's lovely. I, I get the vanilla one. Just adds the that. nice little. We should make some coffee. I'm gonna. I'm trying to not, because I'm essential now. I have to get up earlier, so I can't drink coffee. It's the as weekend. Late. I know, but I don't want to mess up my sleep schedule. I'm essential. Carl, I'm wondering I how many times I can keep saying essential. Carl, I really liked it when you weren't essential. You had all this time <laughs> to hang out. It was like, that was the unexpected positive thing of the pandemic. It's just availability. And now you're so busy. You can't have coffee. Sucks. Yeah. I mean, man, I didn't expect to be essential. Not in 2020. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um... That's all I, all I wanted 2020 to be about was to work on my stand up. And, you know, here we are. <laughs> I've, I've been going back and forth. Like, you know, I am working, so I'm very grateful to still have my job and to be working. But I do, you know, spend a lot of time by myself. And, um, oh, I was going to say earlier, another good thing is I'm FaceTiming with my friends a lot more. And one of my, my best friend moved to Bozeman, and I feel like we're talking more now <laughs> than when she was here. Um, so that's been really nice. But um, but I do, I do it, it, you know, there's a lot of alone time, and sometimes I get a little stir-crazy, and um, I'm using every useless thing I've ever purchased, like from a TV ad or from online, you know, I'm like, oh. Heck yeah. Like, oh, this, these essential oils are pretty nice. Or That's why you have the foam roller out? <laughs> no, I got it's that on purpose because my back hurts yeah. from sitting. Um, have you ever used a foam foam roller? I, I don't think I have. Do you want to try it? Not right now. I didn't think you would because you know what? It's hard, Carl. Yeah. It's difficult and you look stupid. Yeah. Plus, you were telling me earlier you like to stare at people's crotches. So. No! <laughs> I'm not going to sprawl on your floor for you. No, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Why not? Like <laughs> Is that why you brought me over? <laughs> Is that why you keep <laughs> leaving that foam roller out? You're like, try, the, so try the roller, Carl. <laughs> you sure you uh, want to try it? I'm, I, I, Is that why you keep asking I me why I'm wearing jeans? No. Why do you keep wearing jeans? I thought you said you were going to get yoga pants. <laughs> you had yoga <laughs> pants on your wish list. Yeah. On your sugar baby wish list. <laughs> what was on that wish list, Carl? Well, I tried oat milk that day, and then I was like, man, I've got to try yoga, meditating, some crystals. So they're like, yeah, so there's crystals, a meditation book, some yoga pants, a yoga mat, of course, obviously, a how-to yoga book, because 
I don't know how to yoga. And but you're are you gonna abandon all this because you found because you're essential now? No, I still want to. I still want to try it all. Like I still want to wear yoga pants in the morning. You know, I don't. I could probably wear them to work because uh, at work I have a uniform. I wear scrubs at work, but I'm not in a hospital. Would you wear yoga pants under those yeah. scrubs? Yeah, I would walk into work wearing them. Well, that's just dumb because then you're gonna. It's gonna get hot. Would it though? I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I've not worn yoga pants before. I thought I would do yoga, the f- and you were right. Like with your timing, the first two weeks were interesting. It was like hopeful, like cool. It's nice. Everything can slow down for a little bit. But then the next two weeks yeah, got real. Yeah, you have toilet paper. Everything is it was fine. good to go. You have food. And I was able to pull YouTube up on this TV, and I was like, I'm going to do yoga right. What a perfect spot. You've got the space. And then there. I didn't do it. Yeah. I foam rolled, and then I got up. and. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. Okay, let me clarify this dicks through pants comment. And a lot of people already know this about me, so they're not thinking anything. There is a phenomenon. Sometimes you can see the outline of a a penis through someone's pants if they're wearing a lightweight like a dress slack or sweats that's why you work in an office that's not why i work in an office and you worked at that clothing store a men's warehouse yeah i don't know if i ever noticed it at men's warehouse <laughs> right okay but i <laughs> okay. no i mean i wasn't as aware like i mean that's i i'm not like an all-knowing i'm not like an oh, expert i thought that's on why you had got that job no, I wasn't like a horny weirdo back. Yes, I was. No, um, no, it like it's so. I was telling you about the time I took a picture with Owen Benjamin. You can kind of see it, and I said, "Did you know there's a lot of celebrities that have pictures out there that, you know, you can see it, and you're just really uncomfortable." <laughs> and, <laughs> well, and jeans, no, it's not really happening in jeans. Yeah, um, sorry, that's not a thing I Google search. That's not what I'm I sure have. you Google other things that are just as embarrassing. I'm sure there's an equivalent. You know, the like male equivalent. camel toes or <laughs> like. <laughs> Just public breastfeeding. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> My dad was. The, you, know how, you know how every once in a while, like, s- there's a big hoopla about breastfeeding because <laughs> somebody got mad and they're like, well, I have the right to do this. And then. And then, like, all the moms organized this thing that they were going to go to this one McDonald's where they threw them out. And my dad goes, hey, let's go to McDonald's tomorrow. I'm like, <laughs> you're a creep. <laughs> my God, I'm thirsty for some milk. Gross. Gross. <laughs> let's go to Mickey D's. Gross. Gross. Mickey Double D's. You know I'm sorry. I mean? It's not gross. It is gross to, like, like uh, you know. But it's weird as you get older, your parents get a little more comfortable around you. Yeah, that's not appropriate. I feel like your parents should not get that comfortable around you. And they do. They get older because I feel like that's how they can shock you now. I tried to shock them. One thing I was trying. Um, should I say this? Yes. Um, I was trying during the p- pandemic. I said I wasn't going to shave my pits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I waited. I, you know, I grew it as long as I could. Cause I've never, if you think about it, I've never done that. And my parents could not handle it. They were like, no, absolutely not. And like when I went over there last week, I was like, Dad, you want to see my pits? And without missing a beat, he was like, do you have a bucket I can puke in? (laughs) He was just really offended. I shaved today, though. I was like, hey, look. And they're like, oh, thank God. Oh, oh." I'm like, what's wrong with you guys? Thought you were turning into one of those hippies. I just really, I kind of, it's kind of like your beard. Yeah, I kind of wanted to just see how long I could get. 
Yeah. Maybe people would respect me for it. Sure. I mean, no. let your hair grow. Let all your hair grow. Well, I, that's the other thing. The hair on my head, I am trying to let that grow. And I'm, I'm down to washing it like once or twice a week because I think that's the way it's going to grow is, is if you don't strip the oils out. So that's been a, um, an unplanned positive pandemic thing is, is I'm, I'm really letting my hair grow. Yeah. Letting your hair get back to its more natural. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We didn't talk about your beard, and I think you like to talk about that a lot, or people like to talk to you about that because it's right there on your face. It is on my face. How long have you had this big-ass beard? Well, I mean, I've had a beard probably, I don't know, off and on for over 12 years maybe. Was that before it was cool or when it I was I don't cool? know. It probably was right around when it initially started getting cool. I could see that. I could see me following that trend. I like trends. Really? <laughs> Yeah, I can admit that. That's that's brave. Like in a way. It's really brave of you. Um, but also I think I was looking for an excuse to not have to shave. That's what the pandemic was for me. I was like, oh, excuse not to shave. Yeah, I have sensitive skin, so you know. I've heard. Yeah, you have. Have I mentioned that to you <laughs> before? I have very, sensitive I have skin. Very, I have very sensitive skin. Well, people ask all the time, do you put beard oil in? And like, I can't because it'll make me break out like a teenager so oh. and i'm a man okay i'm a man <laughs> you know if you have to say it then it's Just true keep repeating it yeah <laughs> i'm a man I'm a man damn it do you can move your mic real quick does it not grow right here or do you shave that it's very personal no it doesn't really grow there okay Cause yeah like right under my purpose, lip area yeah, yeah that would be weird huh yeah yeah uh-huh. thanks for pointing that out. i'm very self-conscious about that mary <laughs> It haunts me. It's the one incomplete part about you my know what? beard. Maybe we could put some dry shampoo or like fill it in maybe with wow. like an eyeliner pencil. That's what I, I do with my eyebrows. Not. I would rather it's just not. When talk. the. When the. You know what? I'm leaving. No. When the, I had a nerve. <laughs> Carl. No. That's definitely not why. Is that why you brought me here? Is you wanted to bring that no. up? Like Carl, let's talk about your beard and that spot on your chin that it doesn't quite grow. You can now be like, everybody's gonna be looking Mary, at Mary. Let's talk about your chins too. <laughs> like Mary, did I'm you mean rude. to have that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that on purpose that you've got like the extra chin there? No, uh, I'm kidding. Um, you're not though. No, I'm I'm fine. Okay. My feelings are not that hurt. It's fine. Um, well, it's 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 such an obvious thing. I think people probably like identify. Have people you that wanted to take pictures with me? Yeah, of course. I mean, but I've I've always been used to that. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you're not. No, the the two times like, the, I've told you the two incidents that somebody <laughs> has asked to take a photo with me, Tell and it's me. very odd. Um, a young lady came up and asked to take a photo with me, and then she showed me the photo and was said, "This is what we would look like together," and then I said, "Oh," and I thought that was like her way of hitting on me. And then she walked over and showed a group of three large dudes the photo. And then they all started laughing hysterically. (laughs) And I mean, I get it. We were of different uh, ethnicities. And I don't know if that was what was so funny to them. But uh, it wasn't like a merging of your faces and saying this is what our children. Oh, this is what we look like together. Yeah. Yeah. Like a couple picture. I don't really think that's nice. First of all. (laughs) Like, and looking back, I can laugh at it, but at the time, I felt very awkward. 
That I think that's weird. Like yeah. it doesn't even make sense. What was the other time somebody wanted to take a picture with you? Well, there's been a couple times. Like one time, some guy was like, "You look like a buddy of mine," and I was like, "I'm not your buddy." No, not like that. Not in a mean way. I was like, oh. well, that's funny, but I'm not him. And he's like, can I take your photo and send it to him? And I was like, no, it's kind of weird. And then he's like, no, come on. It would be funny. And then I just went along with it. I was like, sure, whatever. But who knows? That guy probably just has a photo of me. He, it was probably <laughs> like a fetish thing. Oh, I, I don't want to think that. What um, did you think when the girl said, this is what we'd look like together? Did you start imagining it? Is that I thought it was like a pa- I thought it was like a pass. Yeah, I thought it was her like hitting on me. Yeah, like a. Like making a pass. Oh, okay. Sorry, I don't know your sports language. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I thought it was pretty universal. No, I, I haven't heard it in a long time. Um, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. Um, I always thought, what's a good pickup line that some a girl could say to let a guy, like, to get a guy thinking that way or, like, thinking in that, you know, is it this is what we'd look like together or, like, is from a guy's uh, perspective, any compliment would probably do. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Most guys just want a compliment. Really? Yeah. Like nice beard. Yeah, nice beard. That's it. Yeah. If you com- like, I think if 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 you compliment a guy, it'll probably open up the door and he'll start talking to you. Somebody said you have to touch their leg. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's. That's a technique I've seen women use. Does that? Does that do something? They'll like touch your arm. Yeah, that's like one of those flirty things. When you're in social distancing, like how is anybody ever going to get together again? Because they can't. That's why I feel like there might be a lot of people like there might be they're they're trying to like quarantine date. So it's either going to like form a strong connection or then when they actually meet that person and they see them in real life, they're like, oh, wait, you're not this persona that you are. So, I mean, maybe, I don't, who knows? Maybe there's going to be some, the most dedicated marriages coming out of this quarantine Tinder date time or something. I noticed the people on, oh, by the way, they open Tinder up to like everywhere. Like you can, you can look for people everywhere. So now I look at it because I'm on this podcast project and I'm bored. (laughs) But as I look at these people, I'm like, you're just this. You're no different from that last asshole who stopped talking to me. Like, why go ahead and meet somebody new? Because you're just gonna be that guy three months from now. Like, it's just depressing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I don't know. I think that you can meet. There's the potential to probably meet some nice people, or. I think that the potential's there because you're obviously exposing yourself to more people than you normally would. Like you're doing something. It's but like you want to be a comedian, go do comedy, go to an open mic. But if you stay home, right. then you're not. Yeah. That was. Yeah, a in a way, you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. You know? But then you end up in weird, open marriage relationships. You know. <laughs> or they're in a relationship again. Always the bridesmaid. Yeah. Always the extra. Never <laughs> the main. <laughs> The side, oh, side piece. Side piece. Just kidding. No, I wouldn't. I, 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 I don't like. <sighs> no, it's uh, I think it's too weird of a time to like try to be Tinder dating. I think I don't know. That's just my opinion. Oh yeah. But more no, power to uh, whoever's out there doing it. 
or maybe I don't know. This is getting boring. Um, it's your podcast. Oh, oh, you're this is your show, Mary. No, it's you're the guest. Like you're the entertainment. Dance. What? <laughs> like, like perform. <laughs> um, no, this has been great. It's we're over an hour, which is oh, wow too long. Yeah. Um, well, it's probably some good stuff to cut out of this. You know oh, I, mean? I don't edit. I don't know how to edit oh, anything. What would you edit? What part would you? Edit? Oh man, where to begin? Let's go back now. This and could think probably about be trimmed down to about twenty minutes. What would you edit out? This is <laughs> no, our perfect podcast, Carl. This felt like a normal conversation <laughs> that we that I would have just coming over here to eat some of your food, <laughs> hang out. It is. That's why it's so. Which funny. is yeah, which is comfortable. Which is I think which hilarious. is great about. Um, your podcast and uh, you as a friend and comedian. Thank you. Just being welcome. able to come over and just laugh. I know that is nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, you're you've been welcome. a you've been a great comic it's relief during this pandemic. Stop. Thank you, For Mary Upchurch. Ah, oh, that's so sweet. For somebody who loves compliments, I can't handle it. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, and I love attention. But then when somebody gives me a compliment, I'm like, Stop. Isn't that a weird thing? You want a yeah. compliment, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you hate receiving them. I feel you. I'm on that same Somebody page. at work I trained a while ago sent a message to, like, not only my boss, but everybody all the way up. And then they all sent me messages thanking me. And I was like, oh, I didn't tell her to do that. Yeah. They're like, why would we think that? And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> just I'll take it but I love yes I love it atten- okay enough yeah. about me one Car- time I got awarded a job twice awarded like, like yeah the same award twice what was like Mr. Congeniality I don't forget what it was it was for like team leadership or something like that you know and yeah, uh but like the second time I was just like the first time I was like you know don't I don't need that it's not a big deal but the second time I was like oh is this the second one <laughs> is, how many people have won two of these and <laughs> it instantly went to my head um, I was like, oh, are there are there a lot of people like me here that have won two of these awards? No, just me. I'm all <laughs> alone here. <laughs> What's the next step? Do I run this place now? No. <laughs> I was fired four months later. <laughs> They're like almost pretty close to that order. Yeah. They're like, we're gonna award you the second time. See how you do, and then I let it go to my head, and then that was it. <laughs> That's hilarious, Carl. <laughs> That's a lot of my life. You're just like doing so well, and then you fuck it up. I let it go to my head, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably a good thing. Why this quarantine slowed me down, you know? <laughs> you were just getting too big, <laughs> rising too fast. You know, really uh, slow this train down. <laughs> good thing, man. If it weren't for this quarantine, geez, where would I be right now? <laughs> Oh, it's Saturday. You'd be at the Tempe. <laughs> yeah, I'd be. I'd be at work. Yeah. Oh, it'll be better. That is kind of yeah. I, I do. I miss. I miss that though. I really do. Cause just just like this, just hanging out, laughing. That's what that job is essentially. That and occasionally say something inappropriate to a coworker. And some free food. Free food. Yeah. I. Uh, I miss the food there. That's yeah, for sure. I like their hummus plate there. The hummus is so good. Yeah. Um. What did we, oh, we just had like the steak bites where they just put on the menu and those were delicious. I've never had those. Oh, man, yeah. If you work there, you get, uh, you know, free food. Well, some people do. What do you mean? I mean, like, you you have to pay for your food there. 
You don't get free I food don't. unless, uh, like, whoa, yeah. I, I was I saying. See. <laughs> I see what you did there, Mary. <laughs> I, that was I, another thing about you. <laughs> Working at the club as a comedian. Yeah. Not you, a, I, as an employee. You know, I could order, like, as much food as I wanted to, and sometimes oh, I did. <laughs> really? What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you never had a check drop? <laughs> nope. The check drop on you, the green room? Well, nah. You know why else? Because I, I all that must have happened. Um, I should be going to. I should be coming home from Hawaii uh, today. Yeah, how was Hawaii, oh, Mary? How it was, was it? It was majestic. Man, what island did you go to? Uh, I would have gone to Kauai. Kauai. That's and a smaller one, right? I don't know. Is yeah. that where they filmed Jurassic Park? <laughs> don't I know a little bit about don't dinosaurs. <laughs> don't you bring up dinosaurs. <laughs> you were trying to work that in. You were just trying to like get in there, the dinosaur. Well, you, I mean, Hawaii, I mean, that would be a perfect place for a pet dinosaur that I have. <laughs> Go it. Tell me about your pet dinosaur, Kyle. So I have a pet dinosaur. I didn't that know I you were hatched. a single dad. Well, I mean, I don't really consider it a parenting thing. I'm not like one of those weird dog owners. You know, I leave my dinosaur at home. He's also too small to take out right now, but <laughs> he's, you know, he's fine in this way. Um, I actually should have been podcast. I got a note podcast with Nick G. Uh, Nick Giasulo. Yeah. I know he Nick. was going to be in town and he had contacted me about doing the podcast, but uh, nope. I sent him the picture of my calendar and he was like, I'm so sad. Everything got canceled. Well, and then next. So instead of Nick, you, you got Carl. Yeah. Well. Your poor man's Nick. <laughs> No. Just kidding. No, 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 no. That's not true. Um, and then next weekend I was gonna go to San Diego. Ah, uh, San Diego. A beach house. Man, just Lots living of the life. This has really this quarantine has really this pandemic's really affected you. It's really effed because you know what else the second I mean, wave of depression of this is gonna be? Is when everything gets rescheduled for Labor Day weekend. Or, like, there's going to be, it's everything we wanted to do is going to get rescheduled over there, September, October, and then we're not going to be able to do all the things. Right. I had my my year, like, planned. They're going to open up everything but six feet apart. So, like, you can get on the plane, but we can only take 40 of you. And also, still, you can only bring one bag. So, yeah, I'll talk about that on my next podcast, but. I mean, I think some of these festivals, they're happening, but, like, they've already been rescheduled and now are already running into each other. We rescheduled Hawaii. That's already running into a something, so. That's why I'm kind of reluctant about even applying to a festival. Is like, is it going to happen? I mean, first got to get in. That's why I said applying. <laughs> Look, I know you get into every uh, festival you apply to. Not true. Oops. I have not gone into... Just as many as I've gotten into. Oh, okay. But you know, you just don't ever post about. No, why the never fuck would I post that? Guess what, guys? Didn't get in to uh, to Asheville Comedy Festival. Duh. Is that even a real comedy festival? Yeah, that I didn't get into. Oh, okay. Um. See, I didn't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know about. You probably know way more about the comedy festivals. I uh, see. I feel like I'm kind of out of the loop on the how many comedy festivals there are. There's a lot, and I think a lot of um. A lot of towns and clubs have started to have their own because they like the appeal. They like the, what it brings. They like, you know, all the networking. So there's a lot out there. Um, but what was I saying? Oh, it, that's self-promotion. You know, you're not going to promote, like, the bad stuff. You yeah. always see people promote, like, 
when they when they get into a relationship, they're like, eh, in a relationship, oh, beautiful. And then if you a couple months later, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't see from them anymore. And you go look, not in a relationship. But they don't they don't post to make a big deal out of that. Yeah. They I'm, want all the ah. I think I read recently is something like the first three months you're still like learning about the person. So those first month, three months are always like the most blissful. And that's why everyone's like. That's that new energy. Yeah. That's why. I, and then, I mean, it clicked for me because it made me realize like you've had a lot of three month relationships. <laughs> I've had a lot of like three hour relationships. <laughs> three days. Like, I've been ghosted after three days. Yeah. That can happen. Yeah, so anyways, you were you were in Kauai. What? You were in Kauai and you I just got there. back. Oh, yeah, I need a vacation to, to recover from the vacation. No, Everything's canceled. And my birthday's coming up. And Your birthday's know. coming up? Come on, uh, what are we in April? Two months? Did you have to use your fingers? No. You did. You were like, me too. Just kidding. Sorry. No, I actually thought it was July when you said a couple months. Uh, yours is in July. Yeah. What is it? I'm not going to put that on the... Oh, no. Did you know, um, like, O.J. Simpson, Jody Arias, and somebody else were all born July 9th? A lot of serial killers. Because it's my sister's birthday, and that's how I remember. Wow. Okay. It's not weird. Hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just instantly realized, like, really? That's My sister and I... This is sad, though, because my parents would always have joint birthday parties on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> June. <laughs> Poor Tina. Because um, hers was just like two weeks later, but that's still a long time. Yeah. My parents weren't the best parents, I'll admit it. Well, I mean, they but that's what they, we, we talked about that, like how, like, that's kind of like how, like, our generation of parents, like, dealt with things. They're like, like, because I can think of having, like, multiple birth, like, going to multiple kids' birthday parties at the same time. Like, they're just like, well, yeah, these two kids are the same Birthday's like a couple days apart. Just have the same party at the same place, save some money. Yeah. It it always felt like my birthday though. Like <laughs> I, I didn't know. I'm maybe sorry. maybe to you, but I bet to your sister it felt like her birthday. Mm, no? I don't know. Cause it was at your actual day, maybe? Yeah, like it was always like around my birthday mm. or something. Well, I think because I grew up because of where my birthday falls like so close to a holiday that it well, always was, got either was, was like pushed back a week yeah. or before a week because everybody would be out of town. Right. Oh, it sucked never having to like, I always wanted a birthday while I was in school so that I could like bring cupcakes or something to yeah. like celebrate it at school. Yeah. Only always saw in the summer. Yeah. Then. Never, never got that. We only had, um, I remember one teacher he did, uh, at the end of the year, he was like, this week is dedicated to all the summer birthdays. So if your birthday's on this month, on this day you bring in this. If your summer month, you know whatever the three months yeah. were, and so that's how he did that week, so that that's you so got cool. to like have your yeah. He was the only one. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, and then at the last day, he was like the one teacher that gave you popsicles too on your last day of school. Yeah, yeah. I we had, uh, one year though. At uh, least was it sixth to seventh or seventh? One of those years, we went to year-round school, and so yeah. I went to school in June. It's terrible. 
Yeah. And then I think they either stopped doing it or we went to high school and it was over or something. I don't know. That always seems so foreign. <laughs> Year round school. Well, it sucked when you had, well, it, w- it was just, it was different tracks and you'd be like two months on, one month off, two months on. And then like some of the times you'd be on with the other track and then sometimes you'd be with the other track. This sucked when your crush was on this track over mm. here and you had to wait like three months to stalk him and, and try to see him in the halls. Yeah. Times were tough back then. I mean, it was tough. And then that made it tougher. Yeah. Man. Now. I'm really upset. You just have everything's online. You can just easily stalk away. Oh, he's all married and happy now. You still know. <laughs> You're still researching the, the grade school crutches. So this is a joke I wrote today. It said, quarantine reminds me of the summer after sixth grade. I'd hang out by myself, watch movies, think about my crushes, and practice French kissing on the back of my hand. <laughs> so there's good days and there's bad days okay carl some, some days you're you're just rolling on the roller and the other days you're making out the back of your hand. oh the good old days <laughs> meanwhile your work is trying to get you on the <laughs> zoom call you are on the zoom yeah. call, on the call and they're like what are you Mary, what are you doing? And it's just your Nothing. hands in front of your face. <laughs> Nothing. Spending time with my loved ones. <laughs> Mary, can you mute your microphone? No. It sounds like an ASMR video. <laughs> no, you stop. No, you. Just no. loudly, just smacking your. No. All right, that's enough. That's what I loved about Mary <coughs> Catherine Gallagher because she was so weird like that. And I was like, that, and that wasn't me, but that's kind of like my. Maybe it was. I don't know. <laughs> Not in public. Oh, no. I, I appreciate anybody that can, like, outwardly be weird and, like, funny like that. Like, because I just, I don't, I want to believe I can, but I, I don't have that in me. The sketch was really funny, but the movie, they had her, like, <coughs> like talking to a tree. I just died. Because <laughs> yeah. she was like, no, you stop. No, you <laughs> to a tree. And I was like, yes. That's it right there. That's that's the, the dork, like, whatever. Oh, God. Okay. Carl. And who doesn't like to talk to trees, though? I mean. Oh. (laughs) I'm a fan. I forgot. That would be like a normal thing for you. Yeah. I go. I mean, she was talking to the tree like it was her boyfriend. I don't talk to him out loud, though. I just put my hand on him and let him read my thoughts. Do you say I feel you? I let him read my thoughts. (laughs) What's your favorite tree? Ooh. Well, someone asked me this a while ago, and I had to think about it for a little bit, but I came up with Palo Verde tree. What does that look like? They're green. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, I'm a native to the valley here. They're green. A it's a green tree. It are. looks kind of like, I don't, they're all like a, a green tree. Is it the, is it? A they grow pretty big. Look it up. It's just. It's a fine tree. It's a I sturdy you, tree. I believe it's green. They have like, like yellow. All trees are green almost. No. No, trees have like brown bark. This thing's green hey, like an alien. There isn't there wasn't there a bar in Tempe called Palo Verde? Yeah, the Palo Verde. It's like a really old dive. Yeah, this one guy took me to there once, and I realized that's where you take somebody we don't want to run into. Anymore. There's like no smoke. There hasn't been smoking in Tempe in like 20 years, but that bar still smells like cigarettes. I didn't smoke around him. He's dead now, so it doesn't matter. Jeez. Oh, that tree. Yeah, it's a pretty good tree. It's a pretty cool tree. Why huh? do you like it? Because it's green. But a lot of trees are green. Mm, only when they're like saplings. Have you been to like the redwoods or like, m- like, you know, mid California coastal? 
Cool. I mean, I thought you asked what my favorite tree was, but what's your favorite tree, Mary? I don't know. I don't think about things like that. Uh, a Christmas tree. Okay. But no. Oh, but what you, kind of Christmas tree? Like a... Like what, a, a northern? <laughs> I don't know. A Douglas? My grandpa used to have bonsai Shh. trees that he Ooh. trimmed. He was really great at that. Man. Yeah. Did did he serve in a war? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Korean? Yeah. Is that a thing? Is that no. why? No, I I would have said like more World War II, like in the Pacific, because that's more of like a Japanese culture thing. Sure. He was into Asian culture. Um, he is a cool I guy. I could see that, Monroe. though. Um, but, oh, no, but I think as a tree lover, I was asking you if you've been to some of those gotcha. places. Not as much as uh, I want. I, there's some forests I would really like to explore. Mm-hmm. You know, they're I, out there. I, I, I want to, I don't think as an adult i've been to the redwoods but i would like to i don't know if i've actually been i've been through mirror national forest kind of in the bay area and they had some big trees but i don't think i went to the redwoods but that would be really cool isn't that where it's at though like in northern california sure i'm Um, not the i'm not from california so i don't know that's fine just like i don't know the different mountain ranges in arizona because if you go to school here you have to learn them or you learn them it's part of arizona history yeah you should know it's a great um, Carl. Oh, there's my upstairs neighbor. He's awake again. Yeah. That's been the worst part of this pandemic for me. You do have a very heavy footed upstairs neighbor. Yeah. I'm sure that's And if you, I think if you thought, if you, if I sat here all day and thought about it, it would drive me crazy. There was one week early on that I lost my shit and I was just like, I can't handle this. Is that when you were sending the videos to your... <laughs> <laughs> property was, maybe <laughs> listen tenant listen portal I, I seriously i was like this is what i have to live with <laughs> do you hear this and they're like we can you stop breathing <laughs> heavily into your phone mary it's not appropriate it was it's loud though again with your asmr i'm not <laughs> i was never i don't even know what that is okay Oh, and now he's got a roller chair. <laughs> and he loves to roll. Like, hold on, I'm right on it, Dad. Roll over to Little the other side. you know, he actually uh, gets all the complaints. He handles all the complaints for your building. <laughs> <laughs> he's a complaint control manager. And he knew it was coming from you, so now he's got his roller chair. Carl, we got to get off this podcast. Yeah. It's really long. All right, wrap it up. I mean, it's been fun, though. It has been fun. Yeah. Are you satisfied with the work that you've done on this podcast? That's not my best. Do we best. have to do this again? Should we just dump this and then start We might over? have to dump this and <laughs> start a new one and actually stick to some sort of subject. I don't know. No, I think we did great. You think so? Yeah. Okay. No, it was really fun. Thank you for being here. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, took my a, pleasure. I mean, this feels like this was on my bucket. You know, I was like, I got to get in, on Mary's podcast. I said, howdy. On that one episode, got got in there, and then I tagged along on the other episode, and here I am. You know, I feel pretty good about this. I'm not sure if this is going to get published, to be honest, because I think it's nice when you still have something to strive for. Yeah. You know, Um, so. Well, I mean, no one else has asked me to do their podcast. So remember that. I believe me. Remember that. You know what? Nobody has asked me to be a part of their Zoom writing sessions either. (laughs) I don't think anybody has. Well, one person might have asked me to be in their writing session. 
Why do you got to pour salt in the wound, Carl? How, what festival did you get into recently? Oh, um, the Limestone Comedy Festival in Bloomington, Indiana. Did you just say that so I That's would like, awesome. stop being? Yeah, you're that trying to trick me. That is pretty awesome, Mary. It is. It's in like their That's 13th exciting. year. When is that? They just moved it to September 17th, but it was supposed to be in a couple of months. But um, Chris Red is a headliner. They've got like oh, a, a he's lot funny. of funny. Yeah, I almost Chris Red is super funny. I almost opened for him at House of Comedy, like I was scheduled, and then like it changed, and then he became a Saturday Night Live regular. Yeah. and I was like, oh my gosh, um, they're 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 I think Jimmy Pardo, and it's a great festival. Yeah, and they think about comics, uh, which is nice. I always recommend like try to find a festival. It seems that's, like, like you get into like really good comic friendly festivals. Um, I mean, I get on to... At least I haven't heard you talk bad about a festival Oh, yet, you're not allowed to so. talk bad about anybody. <laughs> 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 well, like, no, like, even in, like, in private, I feel like everyone you've done has always been... There's always a lot of positive to it. Like, you're probably the main reason I want to apply to festivals is because of your... How much you've uh, spoken about them. I want to do, like a like, a tree of, like, because I went to this festival, this festival, this festival... I met this person, you know, like the connections because, and I guess maybe it paid off when I went to LA in February because every club I went to, I ran into somebody I kind of knew. Yeah. And that is really neat. And I know my first year, I was always like, when I would see comics, I'm like, how do they know each other? Why aren't they talking to me? Why don't, you know? <laughs> and now it's kind of like, I always know somebody where I go. Um, and that's, that's really exciting. I think that's really cool. It's a part of networking. I right before the pandemic, I was at the House of Comedy in Bloomington, and Adrian Washington was um, the host. But he, the, they the host does so much <laughs> in the Canadian style. But anyway, we were in Oak City together in North Carolina last year, and Big Pine two years ago, and we still hadn't met. And I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like that makes me so mad because I try to talk to a lot of people." But I did, like, two days ago, I found this picture of me podcasting. It was of my guest. And I go, Adrian, is that you in the background? He's <laughs> like, that's me. And I was like, I knew it. I knew it. It's just kind of a neat, like, web. Yeah. Well, I want to do, or I want to apply for Big Pine. That's on my one I want to apply yeah. to. And I've got to get my app in, I think. Yeah. So. That would be great. Um, I think, too, it's a numbers game. N- not numbers game, but, like, you gotta, you're not going to get in if you don't apply. Yeah, for sure. And I know it sucks sometimes to pay the uh, submission fee and all that, but, you yeah. know, like, it, it's not going to work. I find it, it is, has been better mm. when you, when you meet people and they know who you are and they've seen you and they like you, you know, or, or that helps, but there's so many people who apply. Yeah, no doubt. So, yeah, do that. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, pine, pine trees, I like pines. I mean, it was made, this, that's like, <coughs> so you, but you still live in Flagstaff, didn't you? Yeah. Of uh yeah, lived there a couple times. Oh, like short I can see stints. That about you. Yeah, you look like you belong in Flagstaff. That's what you would think. Um, and I think that the times I lived up there too is probably not. I think I I was drinking a lot at those times too, so that's probably I probably enjoy it more now. Yeah. During this uh during this, I would totally enjoy it because it's just so endless endless hiking trails. Oh, I was gonna and say I've been the wanting to go, but I don't want to hike. <laughs> the drive. Well, I like the town. I, I like it, Big Pine, how I just get to, like, walk around and get a coffee and then, like, go over here and then, you know, just yeah. just kind of be in it. Um, I really enjoy. Um, but I was thinking about, I'm like, maybe a drive would be a good idea on a weekend. That's about all you can do now. 
it so is a shame. So it feels. It is a shame some of these national parks are closed. Like that would be the perfect thing to do right now, really. Yeah, but every nobody's working, so everybody's going to get out. You know. Very important text, huh? <laughs> Can't even wrap this up. Nah, let's just stay on this podcast all night. I'm not even using batteries. You're like, We're that's the like thing now is it's a three-hour podcast. That's how. That's what everybody does now. They do. Yeah. You know what? The people who want to listen are going to listen, and the people who don't won't. You know what I found, though, with the podcast? Um, the good stuff is always towards the end because the guest is more warmed up, and they'll tell you more, and then by then it's like, oh, it's so long. You know, yeah, I can um, see that. But at the same time, too, like all on the long podcast that I listen to, I'll stop them halfway or quarter way and I'll listen to them in like segments. Oh, yeah. See, people if people like it, they're going to listen to it. If they don't, mm. they're not. And they weren't going to listen to it anyway. No doubt. I'm getting antsy, though. Right. You got to hit your roller. <laughs> Why is that so? F- There's nothing embarrassing about a no, foam roller. Yeah, I know. I think it's just because I don't have one. I got to put one on my list. You know what the hard part about a foam roller is? Sometimes if you don't tuck in your shirt, it'll wrap around it and get <laughs> stuck in. You're like, Aah! start <laughs> choking yourself. Uh, n- no, hmm. well. this is weird. And then if this is open, I'm like, my neighbors can see me here on the floor. <laughs> I thought that's why you opened it. No, I open it for sunlight because there's not a lot of light in this no. apartment. You don't open it, open up all your windows and then roll around on your floor. I mean, that's what I do at my place. Not at the same time for this that reason, but I do in the day. T- cause, because also, I get tired of the fake light. Like, I want natural light. Like, yeah. this morning, I was like, uh, I didn't turn on any lights. Just open those up. That's nice. Made some coffee. Yeah. Like, sat here. Um, I mean, you have a little, little patio. Why don't you sit on your patio and enjoy your coffee? It's nice this morning. Have you seen how close the other patio is? That is kind of close, yeah. You can, s- if they open their blinds a lot to the bedroom, and I can see into their bedroom. And you would look. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, if I see a dollar on the street, I'm picking it up, okay? <laughs> um, I'm kind of joking, but I think that is how I am. I've never been one to, like, like, I'm embarrassed, sure, but I'm nosy as fuck. I think everybody's a little bit nosy. I think some people just can hide it a little better. I think have to make this face so that it makes it creepier i'm like yeah i'm gonna look <laughs> like, i think it depends on the face that you're making if you have a face like what am i looking at then they're like <laughs> maybe they can't quite see hey, and they're just unsure have you ever like when you're in college or when you were younger or when you have friends and you're drinking have you ever um <laughs> wait you know this is gonna be good right that's <laughs> <I> mean- <laughs> how much you're already laughing at it ashamed of myself <laughs> i'm really embarrassed of myself and i'm gonna say it anyway and i'm probably gonna regret it <laughs> <laughs> okay so when like when you're in college you used to party and drink have you ever like um like maybe people next in the room next to you were doing it and you weren't supposed to listen but you totally did <laughs> no we would just open the door and peek in <laughs> okay that's way worse that's like that's worse. yeah you do oh. that. Oh, sorry. Is this not the bathroom? Um, I'm leaving. Oh, that's creepy. That's yep. creepy. Nope, I'm leaving. Okay. One time, one time we, me and my, one of my friends, and we didn't hang out that often, but she wanted to go out, and like we were at a party, and she was like, hey, I thought we were going out. I was like, okay, let's go. And then my roommate, um, this guy, he was like, is it okay if I go? And I'm like, no! And I was like, well, don't cock block us! And he was like, they just laughed. 
Turns out they were hooking up for like a long time prior. And so when we all got back to her house, like I'm in this extra room and then all of a sudden, like the thinnest (laughs) walls. I was like, are you fucking? And I was just like, is this happening? Like, how did I not see this under my own? Man. Yeah. But, but I could, I mean, well, in that case, I couldn't help but listen. You know who you are. <laughs> listen, open the door. I didn't know. Creep in there. Okay, so you did then. Lie next to him. <laughs> <laughs> no? Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, I'm just, uh, just my bed got here. really cold. Got really wet. <laughs> That's just too much. <laughs> too much. Oh, uh, I was thinking about hey, when you were a kid, did you ever have like your friend invite you over for a sleepover and then they went to bed and you're like, shit, now I got to sleep here. Um, no. Am I saying too much? Yeah, you're probably throwing some of your friends into the mud. I didn't say their names. True, but they know. But Missy Wilkes went to bed. <laughs> wow. She also is the one that had a banana seat. <laughs> banana seat. from a joke. I, I've heard it. I'm not, hey Carl. <laughs> hey Carl. Carol. At work, you hear people's sets like twice a night for like three or four nights in a row. Yeah. Does that get old? It depends on the comic. And it also depends on if I like the material or not. If like if I'm not that into the material, it's not material that I either like think is like relatable to me or that funny to me, you know, and everybody has their own different taste in comedy. Um, but usually in, in in anybody's set, there's always a couple jokes that I find really funny. So at some point I'll just find myself just waiting for that joke, you know, and then Very kind of you. Um, the other thing I kind of all because of my like uh, like drive to do stand up and like just the study of it is also to watch their, you know, how they do each show. So even if it's not a comic that I enjoy, I'm still watching for how they set up their their set, you know, or their punchline, how they're set, you know, how they're going through their set and how, uh, you know, uh, you know, when you're on stage and something might happen or somebody there might be a heckle or something, just how you handle that or how they handle it. And that's usually all I try to take away from it. That's a really gracious perspective. That makes me feel better because I get nervous when I'm at a club for a weekend and, you know, not just you, but like the staff, I'm like, oh, they must be so sick of me. And I get a little self-conscious and like, oh, gosh, they all hate me. Um, That's why I try to tip really well. (laughs) No, Well, I mean, I think that is a tell, too. Like if the staff is likes you, like you'll know. Yeah. But also, I mean, I think they like me as a person, (laughs) not as a comic. I think they like you as a comic. Yeah. I just, sometimes I, it's like I don't want to disappoint them. So, like, as I work on new stuff, I'm like, I got new stuff for you. You know? <laughs> I'm like, I promise. You know, and, and I got to get out of my head. But that, you're smart. That, that's a smart way to look at it. Is also, I think, too, that a lot of the times, like, they're deep into their work. So, they're not hearing the majority of your set anyways. Because, yeah. like, there's times that I'll be like, I'll grab somebody. I'm like, did you hear that? And they're like, no, I didn't. And I'm like, man, you missed a killer joke. You know? I love a set, the f- like, the first time you hear it. It's yeah. always like the best thing ever. And, and that's why it's magical for the audience, too, because that's the only time they're going to hear it. Uh, but then when you hear it a bunch of times, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, especially when it's somebody that you like that I'm maybe not that familiar with. And then they don't have a lot of stuff online to even kind of like look them up. So then when they get there and then you see their first set and it's, you know, 
either it's either gonna blow you away or you're just like oh okay you know that's neat but also i think that depends on the day too because i've definitely seen some comics show up on a thursday put out a set that i've been like well okay that's decent you know but then friday it's like a different set and they just crush oh and i'm like oh was it just that maybe the jet lag or something who knows but yeah yeah same set though it's just different day different audience or even just a different set oh like yeah like you know i've seen them take thursday and maybe that's they're trying out new stuff or you know they're whatever not that into it it's neat comedy clubs yeah the phenomenon that's why I like podcasts about comedy. Yeah. Like, I learn a lot from Jackie Murray. I mean, Murray. that's why I like working at the comedy club so much. It's just all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Plus, you get a kind of, like, you can, if you're not annoying about it, you can pick their brain, you mm-hmm. know, which I find awesome, you know. And some of them are really just forthcoming about it. They'll ask you right away, hey, do you do stand-up? Are you a comedian? And tell them yeah, and they're like instantly like, hey, any questions? Oh, let me know. They want to help you. They don't say that to me. Well, You're I don't work there. I guess. <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm just You're no, already on the show. I'm trying. <laughs> That's the Not thing. Not just somebody working at the club. I'm on the show, and they don't like talk to me. Hmm. That's the problem. That this is. I'm very jealous of not just your white male privilege, um, <laughs> but it's like your like it's the the cool kids factor. You know, like comedians they want to hang out with the coolest people and that's just not me i don't know why i think i try too hard i've heard <laughs> that i've heard that bill laskowski said i'm too desperate <laughs> and i haven't been able to stop thinking about it since <laughs> but that's just me okay i put things out you know i put it out there you just kind of be yourself that does that is me yeah so well, if you don't you know if somebody doesn't it's fine. Anytime you're not yourself, you're not going to be happy in your personal life. So the problem is, you. is my natural operating self is not a cool kid that comedians want to be friends with. Uh, I don't know about that. I think I. Uh, I think you're in your own head too much, but I think really? a lot. I think a lot of us are. Yeah. I think you're just more vocal about it. That's the problem. I'm, I've sh- <laughs> shared too much weakness. <laughs> We all just want to be liked, right, and accepted. Um, I think that's everybody in general, though. That's that's what I didn't hear me just fucking say that. We all just. Oh, I thought you were talking about us comics. And then you said that's everybody in general. Yeah, my bad. I'm just messing with you, sort of. Wow. Okay. Because everybody's so nice to you. Is it? No, because everybody's so nice. Oh yeah, you gotta (laughs) go to sleep, Carl. That's why I um, enjoy kind of being mean sometimes. Yeah. Because it's like, it's not fair that somebody should have everybody be nice to them all the time. <laughs> People aren't always nice to me. I think they are. I've had, I've had uh, comics that I've thought were hilarious talk down to me. So, <laughs> believe me, I've, uh, uh, yeah, not everyone's nice to me. Carl, one thing I really love about the, your job and, and what you do is, is if somebody, and from my perspective, uh, being on a stage... When you're doing your job. Wait, how do I say that right? If somebody gets unruly or crazy in the audience, you will go and, and tell them to stop. Yeah. And, t- like, from being on the stage, like, I don't think I'm at that state part. I'm at that, at that, I'm losing my words. 
I'm not at that place yet where I can handle a heckler. So what you do, like I really admire or I'm appreciative of because like you're doing what I can't do in the uh, sense like, that you're handling something for me. I think <laughs> but part it's not of, always me. Well, yeah. And like, well, I think part of me doing that too is that I am such a fan of uh, comedy that I don't want the show to be interrupted and ruined for somebody else. That's exactly what it does. It's so, not even so much that person. It's like you're fucking it up for everyone around you. Yeah. But you're really subtle about it. Like you don't. I've never seen you like strong arm anybody. Have you? No, I, I try to be as polite as possible, and like, and I I don't know, and it goes both ways because I never know how it's gonna land. Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes when I'm like trying to be over polite, they people take it as being like condescending, like that I'm talking down to them or something. When I'm just like, ah, just please don't do that. You know, it's just <laughs> really interrupting the show and disturbs the people around you you know and they're like what'd you say I'm like it just you're can you not do that <laughs> or whenever i go you, up i'm like what you say to them? when i try to be too nice and polite it's like they're just like they act like i just was rude or okay so, so that's the first strike second strike somebody's still being unruly then what do you say i still try to keep it professional you know like okay. i try to keep it polite but like i said like when it just depends on how they react yeah. And I don't I don't know how they're going to react on the first one. So I always try to be polite. But sometimes, too, like I'll look at somebody and I'll, I'll know like, oh, I just need to go tell this guy to be quiet and then he's going to take it. You know, so like there's certain times I just go, hey, be quiet while the show's going on. And they go, OK, yeah, I'm really sorry. OK, so what if you talk to them twice? You said be quiet. And he was like, what? Well, oh, with the second back. time I have to go and touch them, I let them know, like, hey, there's not going to be another warning. Like, don't disrupt the show again. We'll, we will ask you to leave. And that usually they'll go, okay, really sorry. Okay. Or, again, they go, what? I'm helping the show. Or oh, their the friend will be like, no, well, we've got them under control. And then it's like, well, you don't because I've already been here twice. Yeah. So, so then when you ask them to leave, what does that sound like? Hey, Come talk to me in the lobby real quick. Oh. I don't want to give away secrets or anything, <laughs> you know. Oh, well, also, I don't know if there's. It's hour five of this podcast. <laughs> is oh, man. No, um, you're well, like, no, I don't... come talk to me in the lobby? Yeah. I mean, and that's a trick for, like, if you worked in any club or anything either, come to get to some. Me. Let me talk to you outside. And now they're outside yeah. already. Hey, just real quick. Let me come talk to me in the lobby. Because ah. then it's like. You're not giving them, you're not telling them right away that they're leaving the show. So they can't disrupt it more. Exactly. So my, my whole thing is to not disrupt the show because that you protect the show, protect the headliner. That's what we're supposed to yeah. do there, you know. Um, and so that's, I, I don't want, plus like I don't want that person to get their time because it's not their show. Right. So I don't want them to do anything that's going to draw attention to them. So I'd rather go up and be as discreet as possible and be like, hey, come talk to me in the lobby. Or that's the same thing, too. When I go up, I try to, like, crouch and not try to disrupt people. Yeah. You know, or sometimes I really just if it's somebody at the front, though, you just have to barge up there. And that's the worst because it's definitely disruptive. Oh, man, that Jay Farrell show I went to that I was telling you about. uh, It was a long time ago. Yeah. This guy in the front row was so drunk and just awful. And eventually they should have kicked him out so much sooner. And, and, and Jay didn't want him to get kicked out. He was like, no, nah, he paid. That's for, you tough, know. too, yeah. And then finally they had to, and it was just so embarrassing. It's just, it's awful for everybody around. Yeah, there's times, too, like, where the comic engages them early, 
and then you can kind of tell too, like the comics, like, oh, I probably shouldn't engage that guy, they, and, and then the guy doesn't shut up. Yeah. But then you I, like I don't know. Uh, you'll start to notice like the comics like looking around, like, okay, who's gonna tell this guy to stop interrupting? When I was at Laughs Unlimited, I I didn't read this before I went on, but there is a sign and it has some things on it, and it says. If somebody's unruly, you just say, like, somebody needs to get this guy some coffee or mention the coffee. The water, something yeah. like that, yeah. And um, the first show that I did was just, there was somebody, like, yelling, and you couldn't see anything. And I was like, oh, they did. I, I did play it off pretty well, though, which I was surprised because I'm not good or used to that. Uh, but then they go, oh, yeah, you just say this, and they'll get him. And I was like, oh, it was, like, the first show. Yeah. Uh, or so he was yelling like really loud. Yeah. Um, that's fascinating. Thank you for sharing that with me. I hope it wasn't like too, you know, too. Yeah. Well, like, well, some. Um, yeah. And the, you said that 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 club had the sign. Get, tell this person to get a coffee or whatever. Yeah. There are like comics that have, you know, been around a long time. And their their thing is like, hey, if I tell you to get this guy a water, that means just to take this guy and have him leave the show. Oh, yeah, that's like, uh, yeah, Yeah, that means like I'm done dealing with this guy. I don't want to address him. I don't want him to have his time or anything like that. Like, this is my show. That's good. Which, you know, which those are those are easy. Those very straightforward. But it's really tough whenever like the the headliner is like, no, let him stay. Let him stay. And then everybody's like, no, get him. He's ruining the show. Yeah. What do you so when that happens to you, like, how are you going to handle it? Oh man, I wish I would I would have all the confidence to handle a heckler. Like the few times I've had anybody heckle anything, I, I've just kind of acknowledged them like, ha, "Yeah. You're right," you know, or something. And um just kind of move on or I just ignore it completely. That's what I do. But yeah. I also don't really have a set that's can be heckled in a way. Yeah. You know, cuz I don't I, I don't know. I feel like my comedy is just a little bit different and it's also PG 13 ish. So I feel like that kind of helps too. I think I've tried to kind of go with that for this long. Like, Hey, I'm going to come in here. I'm doing my job. I know what I'm saying. I know where I'm going. I don't have time for that. And sometimes it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, there's no opening for you to do that because yeah, I'm not timing's asking. big on it too. But then there's th- just things that happen where people just are tuned out, you know? So th- those ones are really hard too. But I also yeah. don't want to be mean to anybody. Like, it is yeah i try to just act like those people aren't there and that everybody else is still not affected by it right that's my like that's that's how i've been dealing with it yeah interesting i think that's one thing that makes people not get into comedy is they don't want to that's all they've seen oh yeah are those heckler takedown videos and all that and they're like oh i couldn't i think that's what scares a lot of people i can see that 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 scares me public speaking well yeah you know and if you it's like a vulnerable thing to put yourself up there and put out something that you think is going to be universally funny to everybody and whether or not they laugh or not. Yeah. You know, like I think people look at comedy and they think, Oh, you're just going up there and saying something funny and they don't think about the amount of effort that really went into what you, what that joke took to get there. Yeah. That's something that I've really appreciated since I've started doing stand up from being a fan to starting to do stand up. Yeah. Somebody else I read this, somebody else said it. I but I'm not quoting it perfectly, so I'm just but they're like you know, people who say that this happened so easy for them and they're like, Yeah. You know, I went to open mics like five a night, you know, I practiced this for free, I oh, performed yeah. this for free 
for years and years. But yeah, this is all happening for, you know, easy for me. And it's like, no, like we before this pandemic, like we'd go to Mike's all the time, mm-hmm. like any opening, like we're doing writing circles. I know I take classes. I'm you know, we're posting stuff online like we are working at it. Yeah, it's a lot of work that I think that goes into what may be a one to two minute joke, if not even more, you know. Yeah, and then to have somebody fucking yell at you in the middle of it, you're like, are you kidding me? Yeah, or to in- yeah, or even just to interrupt it, to have yeah. something interrupt it. Like, you know, yeah. I can think of like the weird stuff that's happened, like right as you're going on stage, like somebody knocking over like 15 bar stools in the back of a room and then you're just like, and th- now the whole room is distracted. So yeah. it's like, how do how am I starting right now? That's so, so wor- you're like, I've been waiting for this opportunity <laughs> for two weeks. Yeah. yeah. I'm finally up here. And now that that's how we're opening. And then you always think of afterwards like, oh, I wish I would have said this. Yeah. You know, I would sometimes I always wish. Oh, well, I always wish I had worked harder. Like, I wish I had worked on that more. Yeah. Because sometimes it's after a show where you go, oh, I wish I would have. And then you kind of get inspired. Then you get a little lazy and procrastinate. <laughs> then you go back well, I to think Mike's. That's, a, that's what I, I like I f- about Mike. I feel like that's the thing with uh, with doing stand-up is like when you're writing jokes and you, you're not having the opportunity to go out and try them, it's, it's, it makes it hard to write more because you're like, well, I, I have what I think is something really funny, but I can't go out and try it to build on it. Yeah. Hey, there's a swipe surge right now. Join the party. <laughs> Tinder's popping right now, Carl. <laughs> oh, it's Saturday night. Ugh. So sad. A pass on Tinder. No, I hear you. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna. I was gonna open it and make fun of everybody, but I really hate all those people so much. <laughs> what the like, Tinder they're, people? They're or? terrible. These guys are. I feel awful. like there's like a like so much of it is not real. No, unfortunately, it's really real, and it's like too real. Like how? Ha- and like. I just don't think that there's that many women that are that fond of the comma. Oh, you know what? For you, it's not real. I, I apologize. We have different um, experiences. Every woman does yoga on the top of a mountain. Oh, is that how they look? How they do? That's like I think the equivalent of the uh, guy posing with fish. It's like the woman doing a yoga pose on top of camelback or something. I can see that. Um, or one of the other, the wave. You know, like there's like different main hiking trails that everybody takes photos in. Heart hands. Do they do the heart hands? Um, fucking hate her hands so it's much. It's that or it's, you know, dog fishing. That's got to be a thing. Dog fishing? Yeah, it's like photos of their dog. Oh, yeah. Well, that's smart. Okay. If, I mean, if somebody's got a dog photo, that I'm goes more likely both, to I think that yeah. goes both ways. Um, for On the guy side, it's like guns, golf, jeeps, uh, lo- lots of that. And then a lot like sporting events. And you're just like, eh, I've got a jeep too. Fuck you. Uh, no, they're just so stupid. Um, and then the ones who are less stupid, they just think they're so good or something, or they're just too good for everything. But then everybody else is like cross-eyed and kind of weird. And yeah, they're on there. They're on there for a reason. And then you go, wait, I'm on here for a reason. Yeah, too. we're all in. Yeah, that's why I was like, I got to get off this. Um, that and I realized that every every time I'm on there, it's like I realize that I'm not six foot tall. Oh, you're you know, not? How I'm tall f- are I'm like you? 5'11". So, and every... Is that the source of all your frustration? And Yeah, and every woman wants six foot plus. That is really strange to me. I've heard people say... Because that's why all these guys, they have on their profiles, they go, I'm 6'2", yeah. because you're going to ask. 
Suits they too. really need that? Apparently, yeah. That's a requirement on like three quarters of the women's page. And here they have like one foot shorter than the other and cankles <laughs> and they're like. Yeah, seven kids. But you better be over six foot. God I'm not it. dating anybody less than six foot tall. Like you, come on, you have your own problems, lady. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You're five eleven. Yeah. Um, my friend Nicole, she says she's five eleven. To to, she says she's five eleven. She's been just six foot. Because <laughs> she doesn't want to. That's say the she's, opposite for women. Is they're saying they're say shorter. That's foot. funny. That's uh, hilarious. Um. <laughs> yeah, and then I f- yeah, and I'm like I'm not tall enough for tall chicks, and I'm not tall enough for short chicks. So it's just like, you know, right? You're, you're I thought the yeah, I thought the dad bod would would be a thing, but I think you have to have kids for that to work out. And I don't have those. Carl, so you're perfect the way <laughs> you are. Okay. Thanks, mom. No. <laughs> no. It's like a mom pep talk. It's a, it's just a regular pep talk. You're, <laughs> you're perfect. You're good. You're smart. People like you. Okay. Is that what you say in uh, your mirror? To myself in the mirror. Yeah. <sighs> it's a good up, uplifter. Um, I, I, I guess here's the thing, and I'm speaking for myself too because I feel I'm in the same boat. If we're not making it on Tinder, I don't. I think it's almost a compliment. You know, there's people out there who just find relationship after relate. There's people who have. Did you know there's people who have been engaged multiple times? Yeah, that's a thing, I guess. What? Maybe. That blew my mind. I was like, "What? Oh, you were engaged before? Like somebody? And then what? Yeah, you don't follow sports, but it's like collecting uh like national championship rings and not quite getting to the Super Bowl. I can't. <laughs> or like these people live with people that yeah. i think is kind of dumb yeah the move-in thing right away that's a modern thing i think right? that's just like you need you don't have rent yeah you need a place to live i mean how many relationships do you think seven eight months ago i would have i would out of yeah <laughs> i'd have moved in <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you can pull your weight it's fine you know what i mean if you can make yourself useful if there's a value there it's fine. Or you're like, nope, no, nope. no, you're going to be that guy, like just yeah. that guy. Sugar baby. <laughs> I would not. Just trying to be kept. You know what I mean? Oh, God. <laughs> Most guys are not comfortable with that. Well, it's not a comfortable lifestyle for most. <laughs> you're like, no, it's very comfortable. But it's comfortable if you like new clothes and fancy dining. Carl, who did this to you? I'm joking. I'm no, you're not. Not live that luxury. You're not joking, but I'll let I'll let it slide. <laughs> anyway, no, I think maybe may, I was gonna say maybe sometimes people they just really know and they want that. You know what? It's a good way to make sure they're not. You know where they are. <laughs> Financially, uh, hold them down. No, just I think that's the hold them to like physically. Uh, <laughs> You know they're not out prowling. Mm, okay. Yeah, I think that's what like the men used to do back in the like. That's how like the 90s. marriages were back in the day, right? What? Like when the woman stayed home all the time, and he was just like, "No, you stay here. This, you know, you stay in the kitchen. You take care of the house." And 
Yeah, that's what they want. Yeah. Yeah. That's like Mad Men. Yeah. That's what they want. They want like this. um, Yeah, that's like an old concept, right? I don't. But then they cheat on them, too. (laughs) So then I don't feel too bad because I'm like, it doesn't matter. I used to think like, oh, if you're hot, you know, you'll get this or that. And then you'll have uh, that's a steamer. I don't know what to do with it right now. I didn't ask what it was. but you can It's a clothing steamer. I don't have a place for it. So get your hands off of it. I wasn't just kidding. Gonna touch I'm it. sweating, but only on one side right now. Is that weird? That is odd. Are you having a stroke? No. Are you good? Don't say that. Is this side frozen? No, you're good. Okay. <laughs> so I used to think yeah, like. I feel like I'm just going to look at you weird at your <laughs> face. <laughs> What's uh, up with your eye? No. no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're fine. No, I think it's because the way I'm sitting, maybe. Could be. Yeah. You're very relaxed. I mean, this is your place, so. Make yourself I've at home. I've been using natural deodorant, and I don't, I never believed in natural deodorant. No, you and should, yeah, because you don't want to put those poisons in your armpit. Well, I think the pandemic has got the me. Alzheimer. <sighs> yeah. Well, the pandemic's got me thinking about stuff. Like I've been doing more natural stuff because I'm all alone here. So why? Who cares? Yeah. Get in that YouTube rabbit hole of conspiracies. No. Get down the dark web. No. Oh, come on. I was gonna say I used to think that oh this this you know if, if you're just beautiful and whatever then you can you can find a husband but then I realized like no they're gonna cheat on you too or they're gonna they're gonna once they got you they don't want you anymore so that's what happened to on Mad Men <laughs> that's what happened to lots of people um well I mean that's a very negative way to look at it but well no in so the perfect world that I live in um. You know, that's not always the case. No, I'll say this. You, you, you got to be you got to be positive. You want to hear my uh, my optimistic? The world's not ending. We're just quarantined for a little while. That's true. You want, you know my my optimistic take though is when you know I I get mad about like being alone or whatever, but then I'm like I'm really glad I didn't make any those mistakes. You know those bigger mistakes. You know I. I'd be divorced. I could be divorced right now, or or miserable. in a long-term relationship that you can't figure out a way to get out of, or because you you feel like you're together. Now it's like I can't, you know. Or I've seen friends do that, and it's like, how do you undo it? It's too hard to undo, so they don't. Right. And then they're miserable. So I think on that end, it's pretty good. Uh, I feel like when the right person comes around, the right person comes around. Yeah. Until then, forty or fucking be picky. Do you ever have people say, oh, you're too picky? No. <laughs> people say that to me, and I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, no, I'm not. And they're like, oh, you're just being too picky. I'm like, no, I don't think so. Like, no. No, I don't get that. Okay. <laughs> they're like, oh, Carl, he'll, he'll date anyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's single. <laughs> he'll date anybody. That's why he's single. I, I don't know. Yeah, so, like, you're right. No, the right person comes along. It's just scary when you go, oh, fuck. I'm, you know, I'm old. You know what I mean? And then it's like, are you going to be, like, an old bride? That's weird. I've already made up my mind that I'm not going to have kids till I'm 60. So, <sighs> feeling pretty good about that. And I'm going to ride that out as long as I can. That's so funny. That's something a guy can do. <laughs> I mean, technically, you can. Ugh, no. I mean, it may may or may not work. Uh, if no, already at my age, it would. I, uh, my friends my age that have kids, they call it a geriatric pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> my friends like forty one, over thirty five. You're a geriatric 
pregnancy. <laughs> but I don't need. I don't want kids. I think if I wanted kids, I would know already. I or yeah, you could have. You could have already had them. Like as a female, I think you could have kids at fourteen. <laughs> as soon as you want, really. Well, that's what I'm saying. I would have already done it. Yeah. And then I realized my friends who are just natural moms, like they made that shit happen. Yeah. And I don't get that. I'm like, why? <laughs> why would? Yeah, you I mean, like MTV built a whole like series out of teenage girls getting pregnant for their show. Yeah, I like the first couple of seasons, and now they call it Teen Mom OG. Like that makes no sense. What the? I don't. You know OGs? what? OGs, single moms. What? Hmm. I remember when MTV played music. <laughs> <laughs> remember when mtv just played teen mom all the time oh that's the worst oh carl all right mary let's wrap this up oh now you, oh i've been trying to wrap this up for an hour and now what oh are your headphones too sweaty now you want to get no up? i'm comfortable good how is i mean i kind of i mean i might have to use a restroom but you know. this chair is not too bad this couch you is all right i mean it's, yeah it's for it'd be nicer if it was leather but this is nice mm-hmm. you didn't get my rider huh okay your manager. My manager is not. Dude, it's a dino. My manager is a dinosaur. Hey, this chair is pretty comfy though. It's not bad. I like that chair. I uh, I was a little disappointed it wasn't bigger. Hmm. Like I wanted a, you know, I like a big chair, but then it's it's got what you need. Yeah, I, I like it because it looks sort of vintage, like almost sixties ish. Uh, that's why I like it. Thanks. When the lady sold it to me uh, or convinced me to get it, she was like, "This is a piece you're gonna have forever," and I'm like, "That's true." Yeah, a nice chair. I do wish it was a bigger chair, though. Like, it had bigger, maybe bigger arms, or, hmm. you know, like, um, there's a chair on Sex in the City that she has, and it's got meaning to it. But it, it has, I wanted it to look more like Anyways, no, I was just. Was it like an Eames chair or something? No, because her, uh, her boyfriend had made it, and that's when she uh, met him. He was a, he was a furniture maker. Wow. But you've clearly never seen Sex in the City. No. Hey. I played the slot machine at the casino <laughs> once. Won some money. Do you like casinos? I used to. I uh, think I. What's your game? Um, man, it was blackjack for a while, and then it was craps for a little bit. I don't understand craps. Um, it is complicated, but easier than you think. As long as you, if you get um a slow casino, mm-hmm. in uh, a slow craps table, they'll tell you everything you need. I to love know. that. They'll teach I you how to play it. I like that when you have friends they'll and they're nice along. to you. Yeah. yeah, I like that with blackjack. Well, because you're, like, like, you're gonna tip them. Obviously, if they help you win, you tip them, you know, and then so, yeah, that's usually how they work that. But and then uh, I, you know, I kind of always have loved slot machines just because you just never. It's just that chance. I love the Wheel of Fortune slot machine, but I lose. I mean, I lose so quickly. Like what I learned. I think everybody has a like a big moment winning on a Wheel of Fortune machine. But and then I've all lost it back trying to get to that one. And that big moment might not even have been that much. Might have you been. Just want to spin that wheel. Might have been a hundred bucks. Might have been five hundred. Might have been a thousand. But you're gonna drop ten grand trying to play yeah. that game. <laughs> well, and uh, one of my friends, he is a big spender, and will always play and and do max. I learned you have to do max bet though. You can if mix you really it up, but if you want to pay out, you need max bet it. And one day we were all in Vegas, and like I remember, I'm just trying to win like drink money you know at this point because i had lost so much and then him and the other friend came over with these checks for like two thousand the other one had like 500 i was like Fuck. yeah and the thing is is if you really need to win you're not gonna win and the machine can sense your desperate <laughs> yeah again, sad pathetic it all comes back desperate, to me being desperate sweaty 
money grabbing paws touching that machine. It knows. <laughs> it knows. I love. Um, I really love roulette. Yeah, that's a fun one. That's one I really like to sit down and play for a while. Like I feel like I, I can play for it. And I've done that a lot on cruises. We used to go on a lot of cruises. Oh, just more travel, Mary, huh? I'm kidding. What else are you gonna do when you don't yeah. have kids? Yeah, no, you're yeah, you're living it. That's what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, but till this damn quarantine. But then comedy kind of took over a lot of that. I think um, that's I think what that's I was that's doing before comedy. Another that's something that's like really intrigued me about comedy is the fact that you can travel with it, and like that's my one of my goals is to travel with it. Yeah. So Where do you want to go? Everywhere. All across the U.S. Do you still want to do it in an RV or a, a truck, or how are you going to do it? I would like to do it in an RV. I'd like to have that, just to be able to, that freedom, I think, would be perfect. But I also know that that's a lot of gas, and I see why a lot of the road comics that do a lot of work are just in their car. Oh, because the gas. Yeah. You know, you know what? It would be really fun. I hadn't thought about this until I, uh, I started following somebody who opens for Burt Kreischer, and I saw the van, their bus. Like, wouldn't that the be fun bus? to be on a tour bus for? Like, that's like that's like the RV is like a mini tour bus. But you're not paying for it. Well, you know, like that's like for Bert their pays for that bus himself. Yeah, it's got his face on it. But wouldn't that be cool? It would be awesome. Yeah, heck yeah. And they just hang out with your friends. And they barbecue. They like smoke meat. And I sent Dave Williamson um, a picture of my brisket. I was like, "Have you been to Little Miss Barbecue?" And he was like, "No." I'm like, "I'll take you when you come." I was so excited. Yeah. Um, so I've opened with people or worked with people who have who opened for Burt Kreischer. Yeah, that's so awesome. Getting there. We're getting yeah. there. I mean, and I think that's the thing. No matter where you are, it's kind of like you just keep working, and slowly you'll find yourself in a new band. Mm-hmm. You know, or a new phase, and then you just keep working. And the next thing you know, you're kind of in a new band. I don't know. Tho- but that sounds fun. I do like hotels, though, a lot. I can like, see that. I About me. Yeah. <laughs> more the mo- you're the more the hotel person. I do like hotels. I like not making my bed. <laughs> yeah, and I like the idea of, like, uh, like, I would just crawl out of bed and then start my coffee, and then I would just climb in my driver's seat. And be like, well, I'm <laughs> off to my next gig. You know? That's what I feel like working from home. <laughs> and then I'm just drinking coffee, cruising down the road, talking to myself. <laughs> Which is like what I do when I drive to work anyways. Is I'm drinking yeah. coffee, talking to myself. Do you, would, you rather do, would you rather do things alone? Do you like having people around you? Or like, are you, do you think I'm a lone wolf? Mostly alone, but I do like some company. Yeah. It depends on the company, really. True. I, wa- I do want to... Um, I, and this was on my mind before all this. I don't know when I was going to do it, but like at some point planning a, a road trip, you know, and planning spots along the way and just, you know, what's the stop? We can do a tour if we want. We don't have to it, just because we yeah. have a bus with our face on it. You know, it's like, let's do a tour. and that's what Hillary and them did. Um, she has an RV. I and think they that's scouted what across the country doing that. Yeah, I think that there's uh, that's like one thing I've learned um, from working at the club and meeting some of the comics that are on the road is that you really don't have to wait for that moment you can make it happen yourself you can put yourself out there you can submit your media package to the to the clubs in other states and they can decide to book you whether or not they may not even check you out for the first couple times you email them or whatever but eventually you can get to that point where that club hits you up and says hey do you want to come you know do this weekend and you can figure out a way to make it happen i think that's how you do it for sure you fake it to make it i feel like the only thing that if you're responsible that you should do before any of that 
is make sure you have the time. Yeah. Like in, in your, your sets, make sure you have the jokes, make sure you're, I'm not saying be perfect, but have the material, be working on it, be adding to it. Don't do all that before you've got real jokes. Uh, I'm not telling what? you, but that's, that's where <laughs> no. it becomes like, I mean, you're going to ruin it for don't the start rest of us. Touring, uh, when you're not an established or you have any type of act or anything. I mean, you don't have to be super established, but like, and yes, we can do like, I, I told you my website's up and I'm really yeah. excited. I don't want to be somebody who has a website before I have jokes, you know? So it's like, it took me a while and I still, sometimes I'm like, Oh, do I have the jokes? I don't know. I don't know why I went into this tirade. Uh, it's always, I think it's the comedic self doubt that a lot of people get, but you, you're just probably more vocal about it. Uh, my ear, it's just, it's all wet. Well, wrap, we'll wrap this up or no? Oh, don't fucking tell me what to do, Carl. <laughs> you're oh, the one that's can, getting oh, uncomfortable with your gear. Up? What? You're the one uncomfortable with your gear. Oh well, I normally don't wear it for two hours and 13 minutes, Carl. I'm a great conversation. <sighs> you are. You know what? We could have had the same conversation without having to wear these headphones. True. And not record. No, this is like a normal conversation with us just yeah. talking that comedy. That is nice. Maybe this will be a two-part episode. Oh, man. I thought of a solution to your problem. <laughs> the problem of Carl. It's too much content, Carl. <laughs> content. <laughs> <laughs> Old content, Carl. There. <laughs> he can really Stupid. fill it up. He can really <laughs> <laughs> That's what my Tinder profile said. <laughs> I can't <laughs> produce. Old content, Carl. Here, <laughs> swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> a lot See, of left swipes. They had to listen to a lot before <laughs> they got to that great joke, Carl. <laughs> That's Have you heard the one about making it out on the back of your hand? <laughs> that was in hour one, right? <laughs> I was like somewhere there. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can people follow you, Carl? Um, well, on the Facebook, it's just Carl Umfress, U-M-F-R-E-S-S. And on the Instagram, it's at Pinchy Carlito. Where'd you get that name from? Um, I grew up in the valley here, and um, some of my friends growing up, their parents—that's what they called me. <laughs> I thought it trans—I thought it was like the translation for how you said Carl in Spanish. <laughs> I didn't know that it meant something else. Oh, so what I was trying to do—maybe um, I'll just tell you this offline. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Hey, how many wings could you eat if you just were really hungry and like, um, you know, there's just a buffet of wings? Like, what do you think your max number would be? Man, I had really worked hard on getting that number low (laughs) before the quarantine. But then the quarantine, I just effed my diet all up. And then I think I just ate like 10 or 12 wings there. There was five habanero. There was five Korean. And then there was 10 lemon pepper. Then, yeah, I ate like 12 wings. Oh, that's still a normal Yeah, I feel like that's fa- fairly yeah. normal. I feel like yeah. I could probably, I probably could have ate the rest of them if I really oh, wanted to. Oh, and then I made to. you that brisket, too. Yeah, eat, yeah, but that was, that was like a little, little piece of brisket. Spread. That was a good brisket, too. Good. Yeah. Um, 
I, I was going to ask you what your hopes and dreams are, but we've kind of been talking about that. And yeah, I, comedy. But, uh, yeah, so let me just ask you so you can give me, like, a really clean answer, like a clear answer about, like, what do you want? Let's say the next one to three years, what do you want, like, in general? Or you, you know. In general, that's pretty broad, I guess. I think uh, what I'd really like the most is to just be a working comedian. Yeah. That's what I really want is, uh, like, my big 2020 goal was to open for a headliner and it kind of spoiled and got that like way early in 2020 before all this nonsense but that kind of happened not as like I want like I want to open for like a legit weekend I don't want to like a one one shot deal I mean either way I'm still incredibly grateful and yeah I'll never forget that moment um but yeah I still want to open for a headliner and within the next I don't know couple years you know obviously be a working comedian and hopefully in a couple years be in a feature spot you know yeah that's what i hope for you put it out there and then it sh- and it shall happen yeah this is my magic wand i think i want Ding. i think i want that progression like a lot of comics do you know yeah. but i you know I, I i say you know a lot like you know you know i just i i like to add it's it is a hard thing and i s- see now i'm doing it i said in general because i don't want to say what do you want out of comedy it's just like what do you want and i knew the answer was gonna be comedy that's fine yeah but it's hard to say it or at least it has been for me. You said, I don't care. I want to, you know, I want to headline. I want to do comedy. That's how I kind of make myself, I hold myself accountable that way. And that's how I started making myself. I've always wanted to do stand-up. I think even since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Just never really had the, I guess, the courage or, I never, the confidence would be the big thing, you know. And then once you start and then you you have some success or whatever, I think then it that's... I forget where I was going, but that's all I want now. No, yeah, I hear you. For me, but I wanted to do it so bad that I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, like you're, you're like, you're scared of the failure or or even the, the success, if that's a thing. Yeah. Um, it's been neat, though, to see. I, I think the one thing about comedy for me is that I see the path. I'm not yeah. saying it's easy, but it makes sense. And there's a lot of things where I'm like, oh, I, I've tried different roads before, whether it was in my career or wherever. And it's like you can tell when something is not a good fit. It's like <coughs> I'm doing like a yeah whatever. But a like strong hand gesture for a zigzag. <laughs> it's pretty good. When I but when I when there's things when it's the right fit, it just flows. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's not perfect. It's not easy, but it's just it just makes sense. You know, and I love. There's been a few moments in my life where that has come together. I feel like with the, my career at this point now, I'm like this is kind of the work. Like I'm good at, or I should do, um, and then with co- following comedy, you know, comedy, it has flowed, so it's like we'll keep riding the raft down that river. Keep uh, going for it. Yeah, and then this pandemic happened. Yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah, I'm so. I, I just don't know what is going to happen after this. I think that's the the uncertainty of it all. And uh, like you're more established as a comedian than I am, and so I think you probably have maybe less un- I don't know why I would think you would no, have less I uncertainty mean, than I would I feel I feel like I'm in a weird spot because it's like I don't know what's gonna happen and it could there's something in the back of my mind going this could be like a um, decision point of so like do I keep doing this or not but then I'm, t- I'm yelling at myself going if you want to do comedy when this is over fucking do comedy right and then it'll work out 
Right. Like, I'm not going to. Yeah. When when everything opens back up, it's going to be business as usual as far as going and doing stand up and stuff. Um, before you got your recent um, festival acceptance, were you le- like less uncertain or do you think that you getting accepted recently is kind of like, oh, I got this to look forward to in September. That absolutely, like that kind of like made me feel a little better. Like, oh, I do still do comedy and I it's have still to there. look forward to. Um, I, you know what's funny is I did that festival in January and I was, no offense to them, but I was like, should I have done that festival? I had to pay for a lot of my own way. It was smaller and I was like, oh, and then my PTO time at work is very important for planning all this. Yeah. I was like, man, I used two days and then the next week I went, I actually did a lot in January and February. So, and I was like, oh, I hope I'm using my PTO the right way and my resources the right way. And now I'm like, wow, I got to go to a festival in 2020. Yeah, sure enough, you did. Yeah. It like all kind of worked out. I mean, I mean, that was, that was pretty good. And then I really pushed for, um, I really pushed to get that gig in Minnesota. And part of me again was like, should I have done that? You know, I'm spending more than I'm making, but I really want to perform there and I really want to do it. And it's like, wow, I'm really glad I did. Definitely. I mean, I hugged like 200 people at the beginning of this uh, disease uh, transmission thing, but it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you didn't catch anything that you know of. Exactly. So. I mean, there was a lot of unprotected sex, but like, I don't, I think that's When fine. isn't there? I mean. <laughs> no. Um, are you kidding? It was Minnesota. But no, that's not your Minnesota. Is not your area. No, they're really nice to me. I really like them a lot. Yeah. Um, they were really nice. I'm just saying there was no attractive people. Um, no, I mean there. I'm sorry. Wait. Wow. <laughs> just shit on the whole. The whole Minnesota. I meant <laughs> there was there was. You're like all oh, the guys have cankles and flat asses. <laughs> None of them were wearing. Uh, I'm sorry. There was no attractive people. Dixieable trouser Inter- pants. There was no attractive people interested in me. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no. You're like, I was staring at a lot of crotches that weekend <laughs> and I couldn't see anything I liked. Carl, is this going to be a thing? This isn't how you I live my life. You Mary. know what? This is the only way you're going to see me now. You're going to be afraid to stand in front of me. Am it's I going to wear longer shirts around you? Yeah, I am. Am I going to wear jeans? Yeah. You do. <laughs> I always wear jeans though. So. <laughs> Yeah, no. who wears jeans right now? I haven't worn anything. My friend Amazon said I can't get those yoga pants until June 9th, so Aww. we're kind of just waiting. I have. Did you see my bit on black leggings? No, but oh. my from sitting for so long, my pants really rode up. Mm, I heard. <laughs> I hear that. Uh, yeah. Um, I did a little bit on Instagram about like all my different black leggings and how they all have a purpose. Yeah. And, but, like, every day is just a different black leg. <laughs> it's just a slightly different black legging. You didn't see that? It was hilarious. I um, saw it. I liked it. Oh, you're lying now. Whatever. Look it up. I promise you I liked it's it. It's fine. You did. You're you're very supportive. Thank you. Um, uh, My friend was like, I'm afraid to put on jeans. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. There Something was a, with a button? There was a summer I didn't work, and uh, I was, like, really lazy and i gained a lot of weight and then i remember i went to like go to a job interview and i went to put pants on and i was like oh, these do not fit <laughs> no actually i think i've been doing pretty well because um when i'm busy and when i'm doing comedy i eat fast food a lot which is really yeah. bad but 
it's like I work all day and I go to shows and I'm like, I'm hungry and I love McDonald's. Um, so I think I was doing pretty good because I hadn't eaten fast food and I've been making stuff. And now I'm trying to do a couple of things healthier, like the smoothies and um, all those wings. And Yeah, I mean, those, that's, you know, wings, they're not that unhealthy. No, I mean. I mean, you had lemon pepper, so that's <laughs> it's healthy. It's got lemons. So, yeah. I think... <laughs> I bet there's no lemons. I bet no <laughs> lemons were harmed in making lemon pepper seasoning. Um, there might be some lemon zest or something. Who knows? Oh no, God. no real Probably lemons. Just lemon Artificial. Lemon. Yeah. Um, and then Friday, my boss was like, we had a meeting, and he was like, "Hey, um, is it okay if I take a walk?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do the same thing." And then I think I'm gonna incorporate that now. It's just walking around the block a couple times. That's a good way to get out of work. Just say you're going for a walk. Like, hey, can I? I gotta do this thing. My doctor said no, I, I should walk more. No, I had to talk to him on the walk. Oh. And he's really athletic. So he was jogging. No, but I was breathing really hard <laughs> and yelling. <laughs> it sounded <laughs> like your video you were sending about your upstairs neighbor. I'm just like yelling and breathing, and I'm like, "All right, Brett. So uh, I think that uh, that's what I'm." Mary, are you going upstairs right now? <laughs> You're like, oh, no. no, I'm just walking at a leisurely pace. No, I'm going downstairs, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Hey, we gotta go. Um, Carl, thank you so much. This has been Mary, fantastic. Thank you for having me. What You're a, welcome. I feel like we weren't even podcasting; we were just hanging out with with um, uncomfortable ear gear on. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I I think I wear these too often. Maybe you look a little too comfortable right now, like. I feel like in a past life, I was a radio DJ. Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thanks for being with us. Be safe out there. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.